This is Troy State of Mind Podcast, episode 74. Yeah, God damn, we getting up there. Don't give me the last. 74. It's 74. I, I'm responsible for that, at least. You know, I'm Trez. Oh, yeah, I'm Mike. Yeah. And uh, we got a repeat offender in the building. Repeat offender. Two time. Two time. Two time felon. <laughs> two time champion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Uh, welcome, Mike Mueller. Thank you, sir. Glad, glad to be back. You know, of uh, the Closet Champion Podcast. Yes, sir. Closet Champion Podcast, Facebook and Twitter at Closet Champ Wrestling. Deep, deep, deep dive on wrestling shit. So if you're a casual fan, it, it might be a little long winded, but we keep it fun. We keep it entertaining. We do top 10 lists. We have guest hosts on. We talk about current wrestling and old school wrestling. Anything anything you want to know, I unfortunately probably have it stored in my brain. Man, so because like, I, I always say this, like me and you, you go back and forth on the NBA shit. Yeah. But like, if I knew we were like, like we have, cause you my boy, you know what I'm saying. There ain't no argument about to get between us, but you know what I'm saying. We do go a lot back and forth head, like but heads about the NBA shit. But I was like, if I knew you was like a WWE head for wrestling head for, I'm like, oh, I like Shawn Michaels, I like Jeff Hardy. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we could have definitely had some deep discussions, but I, I'm a definitely a fan of your podcast. You didn't find out till later. Yeah, I find out till yeah, later. Yeah, we didn't shit. talk. We never it. talked <laughs> wrestling, uh, like at at. At shop, you know, yeah, it yeah, never it came crazy. up. He was like, The Warriors, LeBron, fuck that. And I'm just like, Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. I, I'm still a Warrior fan, so you can take all those fucking memes calling Warrior fan bandwagon <laughs> people out. I'm not on that list. Uh, the man, I, it's, I, it's kind of sad to see that they like hit, like, you know, how, like, man, yeah, I, I mean, all great teams do, so it's just I don't right, keep but, up with it. But what happened? They had injuries or something, it was injuries like after Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson got injured, it kind of went downhill after that. So, you know, it became uh, Kevin Durant on the east, ain't he? he on the east now, yeah. Oh. So, I'm talking, I'm about, talking, I'm talking about this season. Oh, this oh, right well, now. they just they didn't have any talent. I mean, yeah, they, like, the they people don't. that they it's so weird, like, they normally it's like a at least usually it's like a slow. Decline from the top. Mm-hmm. These guys, they just, just fell I, right off. Lost everybody. Man, like, I don't know yeah. what happened to Draymond, but he ain't. Yeah, Dr- Draymond, he don't. He don't. To me, he don't. He seemed like he would be. Like it was like when it was when they had their run. It was like Kevin Durant, Steph, and Clay. So yeah, Draymond would be like that. You know, like you know that Ray Allen theory that um he had about Kobe. He like he, he yeah no. yeah he said that he he needs two and a half good players to win a championship. Kobe took that person, so, so like that was like beefing for like a while. But he was, but he was right. He was like, nigga, your back to back champion run, championship run. You had what? Uh, it's Shaq. None, the, oh, not, oh, not the three oh, people. Oh, uh, the you're talking about the Warriors. No, no, I'm talking about um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm re- I'm relating this to the Warriors as well. I was like, they they need like a two and a half. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying I'm saying all that to say that Draymond <laughs> Green is like that half a good player. He's the half player. Yeah. So in, so in short, the Warriors are like the Seattle Seahawks of the NBA. <laughs> Good. I mean, that, they've won more championships than the Seahawks. Yeah, but exactly. For sure. Yeah. yeah. How, how the fuck y'all fuck? I'm so mad at motherfucking Seattle. Like, why would y'all throw the ball at the goal line? And y'all had the best running back in the world. I'll man. never ever get over. I, that. I, I wanted to like flip somebody's fucking Honda Civic over. I'm like, it fuck. Was so stupid. like, you stupid son of a bitch. I was listening to uh, Joe Button shit before I got here, and he mm. was saying that that uh. That right there, that whole little season or whatever for them would make a good 30 for 30. That would make mm. a great. They're actually, yeah. we were, before we got on the air, we were talking <laughs> about Dark Side of the Ring. They're doing Dark Side of Football now, and they're telling kind of, yeah. They so really, I, yeah, don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's messed up enough to, you know, like some bad story. But I'm pretty like, sure it's bad. If there's some bad blood, you know, that fell out from that, that would be a good, yeah. Yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine, you know what I'm saying, Junior C.R. killed himself. You know what I'm saying, Javon Belcher, I think he killed himself as well. You know what I'm saying, it's like some, some got to be. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, some gotta uh, be be said. We gotta we don't run away from these topics, which is why I'm mad yeah, that you always give Marshawn Lynch the ball. That's <laughs> that. Don't run away from these learned, topics. No matter and what, and give Marshawn Lynch the ball, the basketball, yeah. the soccer ball. Give him the ball. Yeah. <laughs> what the, the crystal fuck? ball? He'll right, whatever, it. whatever. Give him the eight ball. Give, give him the eight, <laughs> eight ball. The, the eight ball of dope. Like give that man the ball. He gonna take it where you need to go. Like you know what I'm saying? He's the greatest, and he'll deliver. Right. Oh, he'll deliver it most definitely. Baby, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, uh, yeah, so it's just it's a lot of stuff that uh brings us together, you know what I'm saying? I wish we, you know what I'm saying? I, like I said, I enjoy your content. I just wish we would have talked more about that instead of bringing out the pitchforks and, <laughs> and knives and shit, the you know, LeBron, Kobe, never ending. Um, yeah, it's, it's, but I think the you know, due to the finals not having like uh Steph or LeBron, and I think it's a it's a good, it's, I like what I see. Yeah, it's fun. I've watched probably this year, I've watched more playoff basketball than I have in this years. Is, this is some good basketball. Mike, we going to a fucking game next season. Man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we going to I a game. Not We're going, man. Yeah, we going to a yeah. fucking game, man. Cause I like basketball when I watch it. I just it just it just seemed like so much to keep up on for some reason. It yeah. I've always is. been more of a football fan. It's easy. Uh, football is easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a week, yeah. you know, like that's Once more a week. manageable. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine. But you yeah, got yeah. college ball too, like Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit fire. So Yeah, so this is um might be a Midwest West thing. I think the um, basketball's man, very Midwest. Like, was all these teams uh, never been to the finals? Like, some like no Phoenix Suns been to the finals, but of course, you know Jordan stopped all that. Yeah, that was when Barkley was with them. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's like, like I said, these new teams that's coming here. That like, I don't know. I really don't know. I, usually, I'd be like, I have a prediction. I'm like, oh, they're gonna be in the finals. I thought Brooklyn was going, but <sighs> me too. They collapsed. They man. did, man. I was kind of happy to see that. Cause now my boys on Facebook, he's like, "Oh man, Brooklyn, Brooklyn." I'm like, "All right, fuck you. Watch, watch this." Didn't they happen. did seem like they were gonna be that next super yeah. team, though. Uh, yeah, they Wait, did. Your man's is on Phoenix, right? Uh, CP3. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All so right. I was like, he back playing too. You so which is good. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love CP3, man. He he cool. I like him. Um, but it's yeah, like I said, it's just like it's a if this is the new, you know, thing for basketball, I'm all for it. Like I'm, I want to see these new teams. I want to see everybody thriving. You, you, you know? need fresh blood. Like you yeah. get the same teams over and over that are at at the top. It's really like it, you stop caring. You know. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying. So like, as much as I like LeBron, I'm just like, all right. You know, the LeBron show is kind of like put it, put it on hold. Like you yeah. see the last two uh, teams that were in the finals, like they got bounced out the first round. I'm like, 
Yeah, yeah. it's cool. It was different. And it was weird. Like I wasn't following for a lot of the regular oh, season, oh, no, and then all no, of a sudden man. I'm looking at playoffs and I'm like, wait a minute, the Utah Jazz are on top. Like, <laughs> yeah. where the fuck did they come from? You know, right? It might be like a changing of the guard kind of thing. Like, because everybody like when like it's like a dominant team like that. You know what I'm saying? Like people like tend to enjoy that too. They, yeah, I mean, they do. I mean, people like the Patriots, you know. I mean, right, it's, they right, like right, someone right. that Dynasties wins and shit like that. Like, yeah, you know but what I'm ba- basketball is different to me than football because right. it's much more about the individual players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, football right. is, I mean, guy, you don't even see their faces. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the Dominicans will look yeah. like. <laughs> right? No, I pick them out of the lineup. You know, yeah. like no way. But basketball to me is much more about like the the personalities that the players have and they bring. You relate to it more. Mm-hmm. I mean, people say they like Tom. Brady, but you don't know Tom Brady. Like wow. I feel like just watching the game, like I feel like I know the type of person right. that like Reggie Jackson is, or you know, I guess I'm I'm big on the Clippers right now, so sure. I, I want him to go down 0-2 in everything and win the whole thing. They've done it the first two rounds. Man, the so. Clippers, that'd be a nice look for LA. Man, it's just like you know, I also want him to win without Kawhi Leonard because I kind of hate Kawhi Leonard what? for, for no that? reason. I have no reason. I'm not about to spit any facts at you. I have no reason. <laughs> to hate Kawhi Leonard, but I hate him. The man don't even talk. He said like five words his whole career. He's chilling, man. I don't even know if he has teeth. Like I, <laughs> I have no, I have no reason to hate him, oh but I hate him. So I'd love to see the. I don't like Patrick Beverly. I, I like. All right, now I, I play basketball like not not professional, of course, yeah. or not any organized. But I play basketball. I get on that court, but I'm like, it's always a guy like Patrick Beverly on the fucking court. That guy like, that's five foot three, five foot three, six three, whatever. He's it's the attitude. It's just like I'm like. I'm What's like, I don't attitude? like you. You know what I'm saying? The attitude is like, you know, trying to get all in your face. It's, it's a thing called playing defense. We play mm-hmm. defense. But it's a nigga just like all up on your fuck, yeah. all on you and just committing fouls and shit. But you know what I'm saying? This street ball. So you're like, unless it's like a real, like, hey, you know that's a foul. That blind man over there saying that was a foul. That's a foul. <laughs> trying to like, you talking about he trying to intimidate? He trying to intimidate you. Trying to just go, you going over the top. And I, yeah, that's right. what I think Patrick Beverly does. And I don't like it. So like, you know what I'm saying? I know how to handle guys like that. I'm like, I'm gonna just have to outplay you, and I'm gonna have to bully. Like you Basically, know, what I'm saying he's just doing the most. He's just doing the entire <laughs> most. I'm just like, I don't like him, man. So, but you know, I mean, he's he puts effort in, and like yeah. it's it's hard to hate on someone that's just like you yeah, could tell me he, that he, he doesn't take a playoff, and I respect that. I like that. Yeah. But it's why when, when I said the the five foot three comment is because like in my mind it's like when I think back to like when we would play basketball at school and stuff, mm. and it's it was always the shortest guy. On the court, and I'm I'm five nine. I'm not big. It was the shortest guy on the court that seemed like he had the most to prove. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't have actual skill, all he could do is like a chihuahua, just like bark at you and get under your be skin. Aggressive. Just yeah. be yeah, be super aggressive yeah, super and under aggressive. your skin. Where it's like it's like, yeah, like I don't. I don't like. I mean, it's a, probably a, it's probably a tactic. Like you probably super sure. aggressive. Same thing boxers do when they you know they try to get into your head. Oh yeah, when they tie up. Yeah, they try to get into your head, man. And once they get into the side of your head and create some kind of emotion you fuck around and lose the fight because it, <laughs> it works like, like it yeah, works you, yeah. you wouldn't keep doing it if it didn't it's work it's a tactic you know but mm-hmm. they probably say more to I mean I, like I said I'm not like a, a, a avid watcher you know what I'm saying a, a, but it probably say more to a lack of his skill level you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. if anything because if, if, if you resort to like like intimidation tactics mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah, it's I, like you're trying to 
I think he's kind of like what he said. Like with him being the shorter guy, he has to do this in order to, mm. you know, make a difference in the game. And like, shit, you know so. what I'm saying? So I was like, I, I get that too. I understand you got to because you got to do. You do have to have that type of attitude in this uh, in a physical sport such as basketball. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? But like when you start going over the top, I'm like, all right, bro. You know, like, yeah. that's gonna cause me to like, oh, I'm gonna back you down, hit you with this elbow. I take that flagrant. Yeah, I, I get paid. I get paid <laughs> See, enough man. money. I'm glad to take that flagrant. Basketball is like that's why I like football. I think better. Because, it, I mean, for the 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 obvious reasons, it's way more aggressive. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like you can basically, you got a problem with somebody. Okay, this next play, you can knock this nigga off his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, like, act like <laughs> in, inflict physical harm to this man. Like, you know Step on his neck, like, and yeah, like you can, fucked up shit for real. In basketball, you just gotta hold it together and make the play, and yeah. you know what I'm saying. Make sure like you're moving around. I mean, it's cool. it's cool. You you get your like Jordan would, for mm-hmm. instance. You know, I watched when I watched the one joint, the last dance. Mm-hmm. His main thing was it, it was like a light switch for him on and off. Like somebody oh, yeah. would say something to him, he'll go out and just score 40, 50 on your head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of people can't hold it together that sure, way. Sure, you collapse. You know yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I welcome it. I love it. I'm like, because like Kobe Bryant, he a, he a Virgo. He was a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. And I'll just be like, I feel like we had that kind of, I Kobe feel like Virgo? I would connect. I yeah. That. Yeah. August Virgo. I, like, I like Kobe for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, uh, D Wade, who was also one of my, my favorite players ever, he uh, it was an all star game. He said he accidentally broke his nose. He's like, Man, I'm sorry, Kobe. He called him. He's like, Man, I'm sorry, Kobe. Man, he's like, It's all right. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> he said, Next time he seen him, dropped like some points, some buckets on go. that man's head. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> And I love that it was in an all star game, too, not the playoffs. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it, oh, so in and, game seven. Uh, uh, Amon Shumper, he was like, he was lighting them up. He was talking trash and shit. He was, you know, he had some points. You know, he was like third in the third quarter. He was like, "You had a good game. <laughs> you had a good game." I'm like, "Nigga, it's a whole nother quarter left." <laughs> no, that's all black, gravy at that point. No, the black mamba came alive. <laughs> all you heard was that Kill Bill music, and it oh came alive. God. Like it's just, yeah. So I was, I was like, I like, I like his. Uh, I like the way he played. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, I kind of get that. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you. Let me go ahead and get this layup on you. Right. And I love going against like people that like, cause I'm like what five ten, five eleven on a good day. So I'm just like, <laughs> I like if it's a person that's like six three, I'm like, and I get the layup over you. Right, right. I'm yeah. like. All right, yeah. he gonna get mad as hell. He gonna start mm-hmm. taking his shirt off. Like, all right, play, play defense. I'm like, all right, man. Like, it's, it's like that's my tactic. I was like, I just like, I just let it roll off my shoulder. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, come on, like, right. you still turned over the ball the last two times, and mm-hmm. like, you know, what I'm saying you're you're not doing good. You're just angry and loud like, and losing. So it's all right. Cheers to that. Yeah, 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 I love it. I love it. But well, you, you got to use everything you got, though. I mean, especially like at that level. Like, you're not, you can't. I don't know. Nice guys finish last in sports. Oh yeah, most. I definitely. believe that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that one hundred percent. No. Yeah, you're not gonna win. Then you're gonna sit down. You know I'm sure this isn't. Sec- I'm sure this isn't the last time I'm gonna bring it back to wrestling. But there is an old saying in the business of wrestling: you can make friends or you can make money. You can't do mm. both. Cannot do both. I, I, heard, I heard that on uh, on the fucking movie. What's the Denzel movie? Training Day. No, nah, not Training Day. Uh, Man on Fire. Oh, not Man on Fire when he was the Better not be the gangster Dave. movie. Oh, the oh, um, oh shit! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he said that in the movie. The one guy was talking to him when he was playing Frank Lucas. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> uh, American Gangster. American yes. Gangster. Yes. Yeah. He was like, you can have. He's like, you can have money or have. Uh, 
He was like, you can have money or or no, you say you can have friends and be broke, or you can have money and have enemies. Yeah, you know what I'm pick your pick your choice. Also, yeah. Virgo, September 9th to be exact. <laughs> you just have that on in your head, like a list I know, of Virgos. I yeah, yeah. Jr. <laughs> Smith, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. How long you want to go with this shit? It's a lot of great Virgos, man. Yeah, yeah. Cheers what, to what, Virgo. Yeah, right. What's your sign, Mike? Like? Capricorn. Capricorn. And I am the worst Capricorn in the world. I, <laughs> my, my girlfriend's I, a Capricorn. I'm not ambitious. I don't care about money. I'm right, right. like, I don't have any of those i'm competitive that's about like the only capricorn trait but the capricorns are supposed to be like organized and have their shit together and yeah. not be uh um, procrastinators mm. and i'm i am the worst virgos and capricorns are like this yeah my we get along well yeah, my girlfriend yeah. a capricorn so <laughs> yeah. It's it's that combo. It's that combo. It's that combo, man. Yeah. I'm I'm not mad at that. Although everyone I date like seems to have like the symbol that or the uh, sign that would pair worse with Capricorn. Mm. So it was like my first real serious one was Gemini, Mm. and they're fucking crazy. Yeah, they Uh, they are. And I don't like doing the my ex was crazy thing because I think that just that just means you're an (laughs) asshole. It's it's, uh, you know, uh, but the. It stands true, and then the this one that I'm with is uh, Aries, and I look up like the like the compatibility signs, right. and it's like who you'd be great with, who you'd be horrible with. Capricorn, every single thing I see is horrible with Gemini and Aries. I'm like, man, I pick them, man. You know how to pick them, man. Yeah, yeah so I'm assuming he like the opposite of you, kind of like he just. More yeah. organized and definitely more organized. Definitely has his shit together. He's mm-hmm. gonna be. All right, a, what is polarity there? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna be a doctor. Like that's yeah. I, I, I ain't got no Stick problem. Stick in So I, <laughs> someone tried. Someone tried to. Hey, rid, you gonna give us a yacht yeah, shit? <laughs> someone tried to rid me and be like, "Oh, you're gonna be a doctor's wife." I'm like, "You're goddamn right. I'm gonna be a doctor's <laughs> wife." You can call me Mrs. You can draw me in a skirt. I don't give a shit because I'm going to be laughing at you from my West Bloomfield mansion. Oh, shit. <laughs> Laugh away. I'll I be the doctor's it. wife. I love so. it. I, I mean, it's physical the therapy. It's not those like he's going to. Nice. What's up? I said, I've been out to West Bloomfield. Those mansions it's, are nice. They are gorgeous. <laughs> they are gorgeous. Yeah. My buddy dated a girl that lived in one of those and every excuse to have a party. She would like, she, it was perfect. She hated her parents. Mm. So like every excuse that she'd had could have to have a party we would just go over we would tear it up like those old people must have hated us so bad like oh they're beautiful though yeah, yeah it's nice yeah. out there man if I stay in Michigan that's that's the dream I'm always said if I had some real money I'd go to Gross Point Gross Point's beautiful it's it is and it, every time I go there and make my drop off to these houses I'm like it was one house that just insulted me. It was just uh, <laughs> just insulting your insulted, whole lifestyle. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't even in Gross Point. It was like in uh, fuck. What's after Troy? It's uh. It was near. It was near Birmingham. Tr- Birmingham. There yeah. you go. Thank you. Birmingham is pretty decent. Nigga, yeah. nigga, fuck decent. It's, it's it's like a it's like a upper level of like this like, motherfucker had a if Tesla. You like Royal Oak, you'll love Birmingham. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, this nigga had a Tesla, a fucking Range Rover. He had this motherfucking house that was just like he had like it was no curtains. He didn't need curtains. It was like <laughs> he had a big ass glass in front. I no privacy like, needed. He's showing off. Right. I was like, let me drop this off so I can get my poor ass off this man's yeah. property. All I heard was. That Range Rover, like get your broke nigga ass up out here. <laughs> you Property bro- values yeah. going down, as right? You speed. broke motherfucker. Hop in that raggedy ass van and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I done pulled up at some houses, bro, that had me checking the name on the label. Like, who the fuck is this? Like, yeah. you gotta be playing.
playing some sport, bro. Like for real, like I mean, like long ass driveways, mm-hmm. gates and shit with the initials on it, like some weird shit, dog. Like, <laughs> like shit you be, and the Illuminati, let me know. Dog, the shit, it, it be it be shit like that in like places that be like kind of raggedy. Like Waterford is kind of like, man, eh. you know what I'm saying? But like it's like houses out there that's crazy. Like, like, it is. What the it fuck? is. Like, like, make you, it just make you just like, man. Hey, what am I doing wrong? I just be one that like just, every time I see, I just be like, y'all got too much money. Too That's, much. <laughs> like, there is definitely such a thing. Too long, man. It's too y'all, y'all got y'all got damn a water. Well, like y'all got like a river running through your driveway. Man. I'm like, right. Yeah. <laughs> like just walk the over the wing. walk over the bridge. It's fine, honey. <laughs> like. It's a different type of living, man. Like I, I always, I just be like, man, like the way y'all see life, and it, it makes me understand, like when uh, it makes me understand why people are scared to come across a mile. <laughs> it does. Like if I had to sum it up, it makes me understand that because if you oh, lived shit. in nothing but like nice homes and nice neighborhoods where it's like not trash every goddamn where yeah. and you know it's not a people only die from it's, like it's, I mean let's keep old it age. It's, it's, it's not it's no poverty over there like, right. you know what I'm saying so yeah. it's like if you've come there's from there's no that, slums of Birmingham yeah, yeah. And then you come True. driving through fucking Woodward and you see all this garbage and bums and you see people yelling out people the fucking motel rooms <laughs> niggas driving raggedy I can always tell how good a neighborhood is by the cars you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying everybody got raggedy cars and shit niggas tail lights hanging and all kind of ill yeah. shit you know what I'm saying when you come into this shit you'll be looking at the, if you only grew up here and then you go there like you on your way to a Tigers game and you right. decide to drive down right, yeah, you're yeah. gonna be mortified there's like, construction on 75 <laughs> you get this? off too soon <laughs> yeah, like, it's bad man I, I kind of feel like that cause I live in a nice neighborhood but like when I go back to like my old hood and shit I'll be like Wow, I feel like out of place. I'm like, am I overdressed? Like somebody are like robbing me for the shit I got on. I don't got on shit for real. Like the most expensive thing I got on is probably like my shoes. But like, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I kind of, I kind of dig that. Yeah, it's relative the way you are, cause yeah, somebody might want the motherfuckers. Like, hey, hop up out of them, like, man. Here you go, man. I just, yeah. hey, I can't wear these bitches if I'm dead. Fuck it. Yeah, have at it, bro. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so yeah, it is what it is, man. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Oh uh, man, let's get back into some wrestling shit, man. Sure. Um, I like I I've been trying to keep up, you know. what I'm saying like work been kick, kicking my ass, but uh, like did, what's up with Vince McMahon? Is he for, like firing a bunch of people and shit? Like what's up? Yeah, with that? man. So uh, I actually talk. I have a podcast titled "Selling the WWE" because mm. this is sort of the big um, the big topic right now mm. is for three straight months, April, May, June, mm. they've made massive like rounds of cutoffs now it always happens in april because that's sort of the wwe season that's when wrestlemania is right so that's sort of like their new year their new calendar year Mm. is Mm -hmm. april so you always get cuts in april because that's when a bunch of people's contracts are up and that happened and you go okay it's to be expected then it happens again in may and there's some decent names not huge names but decent names then it happens again at the beginning of june and they let go some people who were literally in world title matches a month ago so these are like this is not somebody that no one cares about and they're not pushing so just get rid of them i mean these are main event stars and in my mind i was just going oh that that's weird like this is a weird time to be you know thinning your roster out especially because now with everything opening back up Mm. 
people can go get jobs somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah, like there's a lot of action going on. So this rumbling started happening in the internet wrestling community of are they getting ready to sell? Because you're trying to get rid of, you know, you're trying to lower your roster uh, salary because it's a publicly traded company. So you want to show profit if you're getting ready that's the, that's the business idea is if we're getting ready to sell, if Walmart's getting ready to sell they want to it doesn't matter mom and pop shop all the way to Walmart yeah, just it up make it look desirable exactly exactly so if they have less money to spend on salaries right. they're going to be able to say we made more even if they haven't sold more merchandise or made more advertising deals it still appears on paper, on paper that you make more my counter argument to this is last year, the WWE profited, netted about $900 million, okay? Mm. They just had a deal with Peacock. They loaned, the, Peacock doesn't own the rights. Peacock has rented the rights to stream WWE stuff. They paid $650 million. They're only getting it for six years. It's a loan to mm. have this stuff. WWE is fine financially. Right. Vince McMahon is a fucking egomaniac. He's going to die in the director's chair, I firmly believe. And if you were needing to sell your company to show profits, in my opinion, you're a billion dollar a year company. The $15 million that you saved on salary by releasing all these people is a drop in the bucket. I don't think it equates to you wanting to actually sell your company. So you don't believe he's... he's I don't believe he's selling at all. I think this is all hype. I don't know what... So this is my... Just what I'm thinking. And I have no proof of this. I haven't talked to anybody. But my thought process is when AEW came around, which is like the number two wrestling company in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, I was about to ask you about them. Yeah, but we get I love them, yeah. How many hours do you got? <laughs> uh, when AEW came around, I think there was a real panic because AEW is owned by Tony Khan, who is the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. They have money. Shit. They have real money. They don't need advertising money. They don't need any other money. They got all the money they want. Wow. I think when the rumblings of AEW started, which is about two years ago, I think at WWE, they panicked. They signed anybody on the independent scene who had some name recognition, who had some buzz, and they were holding on to them just so they couldn't go to the competition. Okay. Now here we are a year later because it's the fear of the unknown, right? right. You don't know what this competition is going to do to you. Right. Well, we've had a year plus to sort of see what the competition is. And in reality, they are pulling a little bit of numbers away from WWE, but they're not going to take over that number one spot anytime soon. So now I think they feel more comfortable in their position. Mm -hmm. And so now they're going, all right, we signed all these people because we didn't want them to go elsewhere. Now that we see what happens to the talent that goes elsewhere, we're we're not really afraid anymore. Mm. So now they're getting rid of these people with either contracts, like the main event guys that they didn't think were, were worth paying the money, mm. or the people that never developed into something. They don't see the need to hold on and keep trying with them anymore. Just let them go and do their own thing. Mm. That's what I think's happening. I don't think there's a sale. I, I, I don't like to make locks ever because you end up looking like an asshole right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> but this to me is as close if Vince McMahon sells the WWE might sell one day mm. but not while there is a breath in Vince McMahon's lungs and that's what yeah. I firmly believe I think eventually he'll give it over to uh, 
Stephanie, his daughter, and Triple H, who's his son-in-law, mm-hmm. who who more or less run things now anyway. Yeah. Um, but he's still what the fucking Shane doing. Shane's involved. Uh, well, not on screen anymore. He was involved up until WrestleMania. He went away from the company. He did. He made a shitload of money in shoes. Really? Uh, like investing oh, yeah, he's, he's, in he's, shoe companies. He's, he's, he's a he's huge sneakerhead. Sneaker he really is. Yeah. Oh, fucking huge. Man, I mean, he, he got uh, an episode. You remember that? It's a show on Snapchat. It's uh, with, um, you know, this, this, you know Joe LaPuma. I think that's his name. Not sure. No. Uh, uh, Complex. It's like it's on Complex. Okay. It's like he, he he was a guest on there. He was like, we're going to do some secret shopping. We'll see what he's feeling, what he's not feeling. And Shane, Shane was on there. You know what I'm saying? He was he actually wrestled in some of the shoes. I was like... Shane always wrestles in shoes. That's yeah, the first Jordan thing that I Jordan 3s, Jordan's whatever. So when he like, comes yeah. out, that's the first thing I do. And it's never the same pair of shoes either. Like, <laughs> I would imagine. You know that sure. guy. You know he's got a mansion full of shoes. Like, that's just so what he worried does. about the... The family business. Not really. And he like he was on for like the last couple of years, um, like as an on screen character. Yeah. So like he's still involved, but he kinda got out um pretty early mm-hmm. and kind of forged his own path and did his own thing. And I think honestly, I think he's better off for it. Because mm-hmm. he came back actually he came back in Detroit. That was his first um uh, appearance in front of a crowd in like nine right. years or something like that. Uh-huh. I wasn't at that event, and like to this day, that's my biggest wrestling regret. Because mm-hmm. if you lit like the pop that he got, he's so over and he's such a cool dude. But I think because his whole personality is not wrestling, mm-hmm. like I think he like he comes and goes when he pleases. He's not tied to anything, and he's made his own money. Where if WWE fell off the face of the earth tomorrow. I think of all the people, he would be in the best position to keep going because he's right. really diversified himself. Uh, and he's a cool dude too. Like everything I know about him is just he's a cool guy. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. it is. And like man, I, like I go back to um, when I like first fell in love with wrestling. I, it's just like uh, it was SmackDown because I ain't had yeah. cable. You know, so that was like the Rock show. Mm-hmm. He was like he was running that shit. So it's. And then that's why I've learned about the Hardy Boys and um, Jeff Hardy. He's a Virgo. I told you I could do this shit all day, all fucking day. <laughs> you know, so, so he's, uh, you know, what I'm saying I learned about him and then uh, Stone Cold, like, cause he he had a injury, right? So then he had to like come back. Like that's Shawn Michaels had an injury around. With injury, Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wasn't like super active, but mm-hmm. like I did see him here and there. So it's um. Like what? Like when did you know you uh, fell in love with wrestling? Like what? Like what? Like like what match? Is it a match you remember specifically, or like what? Like so, uh, my actual my love of wrestling predates my consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story goes that's that's true. The story goes when I was about two, uh, my aunt and uncle were living with my mom and dad at the time, and my uncle was into wrestling, mm-hmm. and apparently he was watching one of the, I don't know if it was a syndicated show on Saturday morning or if it was like Saturday night's main event. This is before Monday Night Raw existed. Right. Uh, and I he sat me down in front of it and I watched it and apparently got into it and stayed into it. And my mom was always like, oh, it's going to be a phase. It's going to be a phase. 13 years later, like it, it was my life. And I was like, you, my ass. right, right. Well, and a lot like if you're into it as a kid, most kids fall out around when they become teenagers. Cause that's when you figure out that it's fake. That's when you get other interests. That's when you start thinking about sex. Yes. Sex, sports, all that other shit. This kind of goes with like, it's like comic books. It's kid shit. At the end of the day, wrestling is kid shit. And that's not a knock on it. Like that's, it's a good thing. Um, but right as I was getting to that age, 
is right when the Attitude Era really kicked off, and then all of a sudden wrestling was cool. Like I was a weirdo. I brought my fucking Shawn Michaels hat in for show and tell. People looked at me like I was fucking insane. A year and a half later, people are coming up to me asking me if I've wow. heard of Shawn Michaels. I'm like, motherfucker, you made fun of me two years ago. Where were you then? You could have been in on this. So right. that like that extended it. Um, and then I didn't watch for about a good eight years, and I got back into it uh, when the, my rebirth into it, I can say, was because of CM Punk. Uh, mm. Some uh, guy that I worked with uh, was, he was like, hey, you watch wrestling, right? And I go, well, I used to. I haven't watched it in years. He's like, and I, he knew the kind of people that I liked and that kind of attitude that, you know, attracted me. And he was like, you should check out CM Punk. That guy, it doesn't sound like he's cutting a wrestling promo. It sounds like he's awesome talking for shit. real. Yeah. <laughs> and that got me into it. And then I was watching it for about three weeks. And then there is a very famous uh, pipe bomb promo, as it's called. Uh, which I love. And we're actually, we just passed the anniversary of it. It's the 10-year anniversary, year anniversary yeah. of the pipe bomb. That was like, I was watching, I remember, there's certain moments where like you, I know exactly where I was when. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch with my buddy, who I had also, he watched during the Attitude Era. And I kind of pulled him back in, because we were living together at the time. Mm. And we watched this pipe bomb promo, and we were both looking at each other like, is this what wrestling is now? Because this is fucking insane. You know, <laughs> he, he was talking about wanting Vince McMahon dead. Damn. And, and telling that the people... Even the people that supported him are just are just feeding into the machine and he's a spoke on the wheel and you don't actually care about him. Like he was breaking every rule. He was mentioning other companies that you don't do. You know, Coke doesn't talk about Pepsi. <laughs> he was talking about Pepsi and RC Cola and Fago and everything. Like he was breaking every rule you could break. And we're going, what the fuck is this? And then af- sent after that, like they I was. They cut his mic off and shit. Yep, yeah, they cut his mic off. Yeah, but after cool. that, I was, I was right that back was into it. That was his promo? That was his promo so it's actually it's kind of a cool story he was fed up for a long time he was going to leave the company they decided to kind of turn that into an angle on wow. tv and play into it mm-hmm. and it actually went so well that they ended up resigning him and he stayed for like another that was 2010 and he left in 2014 so it went like another four years but it was just it was a real moment because yeah. this the story was going that they would bring him, you know, these scripted promos every week to say, right. and he would just rip them up in the person's face and say, "Get out of here! Like I'm not going to do what he, you tell he's me." He's real to do. good on that microphone. He's man. amazing, and that yeah. was his argument: was I'm so good on the microphone, I don't need you to talk for me. If you want right. to come and we can work on a promo together, right. that's fine. But if you're going to come up to me and say, "Here's what you're going to say today." No, good. I'm not doing any of that. I can do right. it better on my own. Mm-hmm. So eventually, they got so sick of trying to tell him what to say and they thought that he wasn't going to resign so they're like he's out of here in three weeks anyway the best thing about him is that he's controversial they said let's just give him a mic and let him say whatever he wants to say and no script whatsoever and he said whatever he wanted to say and they ended up cutting his mic off because he started they had an anti-bullying campaign at the time (laughs) and he started to be like anti-bully let me tell you a story about Vince McMahon cut (laughs) cut (laughs) get this nigga out of here Security. Yo, yeah, <laughs> them letting him like basically giving him like you know diplomatic immunity, yeah, free just range, fucking, just free range to just fucking do whatever the fuck. That was the smartest thing they could ever fucking did. Absolutely, it like, it crazy. was the best thing, and that because whole... he's emotionally invested into what it is he's feeling, and you just basically give him free reign to just let all that out. You can absolutely he's tell an attraction. 
Yeah. That's crazy. That's, you can absolutely smart. tell when someone's faking it, right. ver, you know, saying what they're supposed to say versus mm. it feels real. Mm. And that guy, like, they let, they finally took the reins off and it was the best thing that ever happened to them. Wow, that's crazy. That, that, that kind of reminds me, like, they should just go ahead and bring back, like, at least ruthless aggression. Like, they should go ahead and just bring that back. The, yeah. I mean, I agree. You'll get no argument from me. Mm. It was, you... Everything is so scripted now, and that's why when we're talking about AEW, the reason why I like AEW over WWE right now... All Elite Wrestling. All Elite Wrestling. They tend to give their character... They let people have a lot more free range over their character and do what you want. I'm sure there's still a production process to it all. I'm sure there's bullet points that they need to hit. But, like, when you... like, I mean, literally, take... Any promo that the WWE does and any promo that AEW does, the guy on WWE is saying it word for word. And you can tell. You can hear it in their voice. Because they're not actors. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, when yeah. they're reading a script, it sounds like they're reading a script. Mm. You never feel that in AEW. And okay. that's why I kind of... And That's, that's, like that's kind of like, because uh, we all work. So it's just like... Um, I feel like if you don't wear a uniform, I feel like that's a little that's like the freedom you have to express yourself. You know what I'm saying? You totally. like if like just let's just say I wear red shirts and that's just my thing. Like oh, Trez with the red shirt, like find him. You know he's like you know that's like a that's how they that's how people know me. They're just it like, gives you it individualizes exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I like I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not against that at all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's, it's not so uniform like you're not listening to the news. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have that free range, man. Right, it's right, right, right. it's got to be real, man. So yeah. like the, the people know the people know. So like I remember uh, one time uh, uh, Roman Reigns he was trying to cut a promo and John Cena got on his ass. <laughs> That shit was funny. He was like, it's called a promo, man. Right. You're you gonna be up. the big dog, you need to cut a promo. Cena <laughs> Cena's one of those guys where it's like it's 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 cool to hate him. It's mm-hmm. cool to hate on him. It's definitely cool to hate him now. It's, he sort of is, and he's from Boston, so it's the perfect analogy. He is the Patriots. <laughs> oh man, fuck he, that, man. He, but he is. He is because he, he had been at the top for so long mm-hmm. and because he was the best. Mm-hmm. Like that's the reality of the situation. And you can find things to nit- nitpick him about, but I I mean the truth is he i mean he had the look he had the personality and he had like when john cena cuts a promo i believe what john cena is saying is from his heart it's not because he's a super nice guy he's made more make a wish uh things I'll than, heard, heard than heard hulk hogan yeah. has yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. he's he's done more of that than anything. he's the he's the biggest teddy bear in the world yeah. but he can make me believe that he hates you and when he finally gets his hands on you you're gonna rue the day and that is very impressive to me so as as fun as it is to hate on cena and chant cena sucks when he's in the in the crowd and stuff i think if like i take it back to nba i think if lebron win one more ring then i'm like i'm not rooting for him no more i'm like that's it really you've really. reached your cap yep that's it john cena is because i just saw a uh, fucking f9 i i'll We'll talk about that oh, later, but okay. I want to know how that was. Uh, don't think it was you, you space. Don't, you don't want to hear how it is from me, <laughs> <laughs> right? But you know what I'm saying. When I was watching it, and I'm looking at John Cena and watching his, you know, his acting acting chops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I John Cena is pretty much on track to be the next like. Dwayne Johnson for you know what that somebody said that it was like he and because he in the fast yeah, oh oh so you didn't like Fast Nine. Listen, man. 
Wait, wait, you know what? Get back to your point because I'm gonna go watch the movie because okay, I'm like right. I'm like super invested already. All right, but man. uh, yeah, go ahead, tell, tell me, yeah. No, I was just making the 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 uh, distinction between like, uh, basically, I could see uh, I could see his trajectory as I'm looking at him on the big screen. I'm like, oh, okay, he's about to maneuver his way up out of up out of wrestling into more acting roles. Oh, for sure, you know for sure. Saying? He is his. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his his in ring career is pretty much non existent at this point. He hasn't. Yeah, finish that off. Uh, he hasn't really. I mean, he was at WrestleMania, not this April, but the April before. Right. But it was in like it was it was a movie. It was like a ten minute movie. It wasn't a match mm. at all. Uh, like at, there was no ring. There was no, it was a it was a ten minute movie. Yeah. And before that, I couldn't even tell you the last time. I think it was the WrestleMania before that. So, right, he's, so he's he's already in in progress, basically. Yeah, and he's doing he's doing the same. He's doing the Dwayne Johnson route, yeah. where you're you're like ninety percent out of it, but you stick around a little bit just to keep right. that fan base interested. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to be like six years, and we haven't seen John Cena, and then he's going to reappear in wrestling because he. It's the right. same thing with the Rock. We're we're gonna see the Rock in wrestling again. Yeah. It's it, like every so many years, right? He just, just got. Up. He's got to <laughs> remind you why you fell in love with him in the first place. Man, the nigga still. He's still built. Like God damn. I'm like you won, bro. I'm sorry. You won. He's built worse than what he was. Way more. Way better. Way yeah, more. Yeah, way more than what he was when he was in yeah. wrestling. Yeah. I was like. I was like motherfucker. I'm like, hey, you're. You won, bro. What did he say? You lifted the, all the, the weights. weights. Yeah, all of them. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> like, bro, he bring weights to him wherever he goes. So, like, he got to go. He go back to Hawaii. Like, yeah, I had uh, my team bring my weights with me. I'm like, what the fuck? Do they yeah. not have weights in Hawaii? It's a separate what type flight. of nigga is you? It's a separate flight. Oh, and my you talking about a level of money that you'll never understand. All his weights got the Brahma bull on him. I'm like, bro. bro keep, in, keep in mind. The Rock is what? How old is The Rock? It gotta be like forty. I guess. Oh, I don't think he's that close to fifty. He got in young. Yeah, he was twenty four. He was twenty four in nineteen ninety six because that's when he debuted and they made a big deal about his age. Okay. Well, so if he was twenty four in ninety six, forty nine. Okay, so he's, he's coming. 40, oh, so okay. he's coming up on fifty. Yeah. Okay, he's fifty years old. All right. Mm-hmm. It's imperative that he continues to lift weights. Even That's more. true. That's true. <laughs> Even more than he did when he was in his twenties and thirties. The like, day off is going to yeah. sink him. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. He misses a week. He's going to look like SpongeBob. Yeah, it's going to be all bad. <laughs> That's. I'm like, God damn it, man. I don't. That is like, a good point. That's true. Like, dude, I'm just like, <laughs> like, yeah. His his uh, physique is like fucking nuts. His workout regimen is crazy, you know. So it's insane. It's, it's very, inspiring, man. It really As a is. Person you know? that go to the gym is inspired. For mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that, that's why I follow him. I was like, yeah, because like you know, he he was like, hey, don't you know, focus, Dude, don't be a bitch, you know. Did you that see shit. that uh, that Young Rock show at all? No, I have not. It's I'm- it's okay. It's I mean, it's typical sitcom half hour. It's pretty corny, um, but it's <laughs> cool. And but it talks a lot about his. Uh, oh, I'm so glad I thought about this because I got a prediction for. I got. You heard it here first. Right, right. right. Um, the show is good, um, and the concept of it is that he is telling stories from his past when he was young rock oh, and it sort of focuses say what everybody hates chris very similar okay. very similar but it instead like everybody hates chris correct me if i'm wrong but that sort of stays in the past right, right. this jumps to like modern day and the past and oh, the thing okay. is in the modern day he's some he's running for president 
is like the the story. Yeah, okay. So that's okay. why he's telling these stories is because he's like doing interviews with people. So that's why he that's the concept of the show. Okay. But I have been saying since 2017, there was an interview that they did with The Rock, and I I want to say it was GQ, but I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. But they did an interview with The Rock, and it was essentially like do you ever see yourself going into politics? And he gave the politician answer of, well, I'm not ruling anything out. Then you are. You are. Then you are. (laughs) That's, you know what I mean? Like that, that's the easiest thing in the world to deny if if you're not going to do it. But he's not ruling anything. And I said that day because that was right after Trump, it was 2017. So Trump had just become president. And I'm like, we, you clearly don't need political qualifications anymore. You can get in just on your name. And I said then, and I've been saying it every day since one day we will be saying President Rock. And it's going to be soon. I said originally, (laughs) honestly, originally I said 2024. I'm now thinking that's too soon. I'm now looking at probably 2032, um, maybe even 2028. But you've heard it here first for posterity's sake. If on January 20th or whatever day they get inaugurated, 2033, The Rock will either be your current president or a former president. Mm. I'm guaranteeing it. I'm guaranteeing. You know what? Since after Trump, I was like, anything is possible. Especially because he's going to run as a Republican. I'm not. Mm. I hope. I hope not. He will. And he'll win. Yeah. Yeah. White, but, but that's, white but people that's love he, The Rock. He's he is going to win. And Republican or Democrat, I probably will vote for him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's oh, my point. This is the first time that's I vote ex- Republican. That's exactly, me too. That's exactly my point. My man. But at the end of the Unless day. Unless he's running Wes's, against Stone Cold, I'm not voting against Wes's, Stone Cold. Wes's campaign is going to be worried about that. If you run against Stone Cold, I ain't voting You're gonna, for him, yeah. right? But I hope he don't, man. Like, me this too. This shit is getting corny, man. Me too. But I really think that's going to happen. That's I, wow. I believe that with every Because now everybody believes, like, oh, I can be president. Like, God. Like, right. why do you want that you see what happened to I would Bar- never want to you see what happened to Barack that shit don't even pay that much like no 400,000 a year yeah, you can make yeah. more in the private sector that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah the, 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 uh, Obama content. was like he had black hair he was like look youthful you know what I'm saying by mm-hmm. the end of his shit oh Great. Yeah. yeah. Look yeah, at Bush. Bush. He, look, he like he cussed at his kids. Yeah. <laughs> With like, a cigarette hanging. Yeah, like, like motherfucker, didn't I tell you? Didn't I, didn't I tell you, motherfucking With a ass? cigarette and a white beater just standing out there yelling at his like, kids. Put this suit on, Michelle. Michelle, get your butt naked ass in here. <laughs> I love it, though, man. I'm just like, man, it's just, yeah. I think it's, it's becoming that thing like, like oh, we go, everybody going to do it. Like, okay. It kind of is. And it is sad because you want someone in there that actually knows what the fuck Exactly. Because you know, politically, yeah. man, my thing is, how the fuck we going to be respected if like, any old body can just run for right. president? I agree. Right? Some old that, nigga that from makes, the sandwich that, shop that can just be president in four things. years. Right. right, exactly. <laughs> and all these people who, because I keep hearing this talk a lot more and more about like China and yeah. You know, the American empire, basically, like, you know, like, police of the world. That shit is like uh, like yesterday type shit. You know what I'm saying? I hear all that talk, and then when I see this type of shit happening, it makes me feel like I want to believe that shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, it's about to be a rat for us. Mm-hmm. Like, like, all my life, like, you know what I'm saying? We've been on top of the fucking world. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? And now it seems like we're witnessing... The, the, decline. the decline of the American dynasty. It's the decline of the empire, man. Hey, man, that's fine. And it's completely self. We have no one to blame but ourselves. Like, you can, people try to blame China for all that stuff. I'm like, look, China got to where it was, I, in my opinion, because we let it. 
Yeah. Like we let it, we let companies move over there. We let things get developed over there. We, we didn't step in. You know, we like, in my opinion, we kept that same mentality that we ever had since the end of world war two, right. which is we're the best and you can't touch us. Well, we really weren't shit before world war two. And we're about to, on a global scale, not really be shit again. Like, and that's the thing. Too, I can't wait. <laughs> where I, to be honest with you, I don't really care. So I wish Johnny was here for this because his thing was like, he was like, no, nah, he was like, he don't see that happening because we got allies or whatnot. And his thing, and his thing is that, okay, well, if a power rises up and challenges our power then we have to call on our allies. And if our allies don't comply, then we can pull whatever resources we have from the allies, whatever the, the contractual agreement is with those allies, we could pull that from yeah. them to force their hand to come in, you know, which will ultimately create another world war. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that was his argument. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's what he said. Like, no, nah, in America, we still on top low key, basically. Like, you know what I'm saying? We still running shit. You yeah. Know? We just got... China over here, they coming up and shit. You know? My yeah, my my counter to that would be, and Johnny, if you're listening, respond back. Uh, <laughs> that much like everything else used to be true because it's like people. I think we still they've done a very good job in America of portraying China as this like very heavy handed dictatorship ruler kind of thing but china's communist in the same way that england is run by the queen like it mm. you know what i mean well, like it's not run by the queen correct <laughs> and, china, and china is more democratic than most of our allies actually are uh, there's the there's there's still a government control at the top and i'm not going to deny that but you look at fairness of elections you look at me you look at uh trying to think of the right word access that the media has it's not this North Korea Russia 1950s control that people think that it is China is a lot of western influence from the top to the bottom so this thought process that we can strong arm strong arm our allies into helping us against them to me is not necessarily a foolproof argument because I believe that China's to the point where they could take a lot of our allies if they wanted and offer them the same sort of deals and protections and everything else because it's not like you're making a deal with Iran or the UAE or Russia like it's they're they're a capitalist for a communist quote unquote country they're all about capitalism and a lot of our allies I could see easily being their allies especially because we just spent four years insulting our allies right you know what i mean Man, like yeah, that arguments that. i mean th- that argument that johnny made would be a hell of a lot more effective in my opinion in 2015 even that not that long ago right. than now mm. Mm. gotcha Man, I'm, I'm really learning some shit today, man. Yeah, I'm trying to bring you down. <laughs> man, you know, some, we're talking some, about basketball man, and wrestling and shit. And now we're talking about our allies. And, you <laughs> well, know what I'm saying? Now we're, now we're playing Risk. The Rock being the president. I, I just, what he just said about England, like the queen running England or whatever, that's what I feel like. I feel like that's where we're going with our president. 
Like it's it's becoming like a stage show. It's a figurehead. Yeah, a figurehead. It's a puppet. So like who's like really yeah. controlling yeah. this guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's got who got their hand up this man's backside? Like mm-hmm. what the fuck is up going? What's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, I learned I learned a lot, man. I'm learning some shit from some some enlightened niggas in here mm-hmm. today. Like, you think like I feel like I feel like that started like uh, I mean I'm I'm fairly young, but I I just feel like that kind of started with like Ronald Reagan, like. With what what specifically started with like I mean he was a movie star yeah oh yeah yeah it's Which yeah actually actually honestly he was a declining movie star he was yeah <laughs> um, and then he became a president yes yeah, celeb- you know celebrity in politics I would definitely look to Ronald Reagan as an early example of that and that was yeah. California where they kind of idolized movie stars and then he became a governor and I I cannot. Don't quote me on who he beat in 1980, but I whoever it was had like the person, whoever it was had the personality <laughs> of a wall. Like they weren't. Anything. It wasn't ready. And, and, yeah, and Ronald Reagan was uh, very charismatic. He was made yeah. for TV. Yeah, he exactly. was made yeah. for TV, mm-hmm. and that helped. Like Ronald Reagan would not have won in 1960, right. but he won in 1980 because name recognition, personality, charismatic, right. all that shit. And then yeah, and it's this this culture of celebrity like borderline idol worship that we have mm. where we feel like we know these people and I know I've just spent like the, the past 30 minutes saying like oh yeah Shane McMahon's a good guy like I fucking know who Shane McMahon is <laughs> uh, but it is you feel like you know them because what? you see them on TV and shit and you feel like you can trust them and then it's slowly taken over to the point where it's like people that are voting don't care that you have no idea how the economy works. You have no idea right. how foreign trade works. You have no idea who we've got our nukes pointed at. You right. know who, who got we think are. pointed at us. Yes. Right. We, you know who we think we do, but there's like, that's, I, uh, I always said that if I could do anything, anytime, anywhere, I would be a fly on the wall <laughs> day one that someone becomes president because I, because you when know, they, they those, sit them down. Briefings. <laughs> yes. You know, they sit them down and go, like, here's, here's, here's the what aliens. you, yes, here's the aliens here. Here's who, hey, we're I really want y'all shooting. to know if we ever come up missing, this is why. Yes. They know there's nothing that they don't know. You're sitting there, your face turning red and shit. Like, going, oh, yeah. I have no, that's the other reason I would never want to be president because I don't want to know what the president does. Right. You've seen how that affects their face. Right. Like it, it's some fucked up shit. Yeah, I think so. Donald Trump get like more orange as he went on. He did. He did. <laughs> like, what's up, what's up with this nigga here? Like, <laughs> yeah, Brought to you man. by Florida's Natural. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's, man, yeah, this is, once again, I'm learning a lot, man. I appreciate the, the knowledge y'all kicking this way, man. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. Give you nice. something to think about, man. Well, and, I, and I do want to say, I'm not a political science major. I'm not, no, for sure. I'm not tapped into politics. It's just me either. Me yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm, we're I'm all not going. Like, I'm not like I think if like, I ever yeah. got into it, I would drive myself crazy. Mm. Thinking like the oh, yeah. fact that somebody is making my decisions for me, this is someone I elected to make decisions for me on my behalf. That is a that's nuts in itself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a crazy concept to think about. It's well, it's things that are in play that you don't really realize that are in play because you've been here. Like propaganda is real. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but you don't realize how real it is until you go somewhere else that's not here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then you'd be like, oh, I've been fed information to to move a certain kind of way. And to think a certain kind of way, like like most, like I say, like most, like very super patriotic people have been 
fed more information to be that way. Sure. As opposed to not realizing, like he said, that China has been bubbling on the low. And the yeah. about to try to, you know, try to pull their own takeover. Right. But if you talk to somebody who's like ultra, like, you know, patriot, you know, patriot the fuck out, they feel like, you know, we still booming like it's like back in the day. And, shit. and I think they yeah. think that if you like took a flight over to China, you'd be surrounded by rice paddies and, and rural farms. <laughs> and it's not like like that. it's yeah. fucking booming like yeah. you said the same yeah. the same shit with africa like for the longest time we always thought like africa was like like the whole <laughs> land yeah the whole landscape of africa is made out of dirt and there's right goats, yeah lions there's just tigers running around no clothes <laughs> eating people fucking famine everywhere with people with flies on their face and shit eating a fly eating bones porch. in their nose yeah no fucking africa is lit nigga they got mcdonald's cape town johannesburg <laughs> yeah they got fast food like you know what I'm saying? kind of for real over yeah there. like yeah. africa lit now it is poverty in certain places but just like it's, Detroit. It's places. poverty in places in yeah. America too yeah you know what I'm saying but it's places to go you know what I'm saying yeah. in Africa you know for the longest time I always said like I'm, somebody would be like you don't want to go to Africa I'd be like fuck Africa it's hot nigga <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Then I saw pictures and shit and, and videos, and I'm like, "That's Africa!" Like, damn, I would, I'd be I would, I would love to go to Africa one day before I die. If I leave this earth, I gotta go see where my people came from. I want to see sure. what this yeah. is about. For sure. A no, buddy sure. of mine, um, a guy I went to high school with, and he was kind of a fuck around. Never thought he'd really like do much with himself. Mm-hmm. Totally turned it around. He's doing great. And his big thing is he just wants to see the world. And that's his goal. And so what he does for his birthday every year is he goes to DTW. He goes to the international check-ins. He throws down his passport and his prior passports because motherfuckers travel that much. He's got prior passports. <laughs> Shit, I never even heard of prior passports. That, that's a real thing. That's a <laughs> God, whole damn. classification. I you just get a passport. Uh, no, there's prior <laughs> so passports. So you like get all stamped out and you need stamped out. One? Yeah, for real. Wow. For real. Hey, the shout page, out to my man. The pages are covered. Rich Stoll, good man. But so his birthday present to himself every year is he goes to the international thing. He throws down his passports and he says, book me on a flight to somewhere that I haven't been. Mm. And I don't care where. I do not care where. And this is probably about three, four years ago. And someone booked him to uh, South Africa. And he was like, all right, so I guess I'm going to South Africa. And he right. same sort of concept. He's like, I'm going to be walking around the jungle. What am I going to be doing? You know what I mean? Is Where is the nearest place to get fresh water? Wow. And he, he sends pictures back of Johannesburg and Cape Town and all right. that stuff, Morgantown. And it's, fuck, it looks like he's in, <laughs> it looks like he's in New York City. Might be like, better. This is <laughs> better. Yeah, with, with better food and better climate. <laughs> yeah. There's no stor- snowstorms there, man. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So, yeah, it's the, the idea. The, uh, the image that we as Americans have of most of the rest of the world is like so far from reality. Yeah. And that's going back to what you're saying. That's propaganda. That's deliberate. Right. That is very deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about in the day in the day and age that we live in now with access to everything at our fingertips mm-hmm. to still have so many people think that South Africa is a third world country or think that the queen of England is running shit or any of that stuff is so far from the truth, but that's how deep propaganda runs in our own country. We look back at shit from like the forties and fifties going, how could anybody ever believe that we believe the same shit today? Take that Mm. shit up. Show the fuck good. Because yep. it makes you feel good about yourself. Eat yeah. bullshit and asking for seconds. If you feel yep. like you're on top of the world, yep. you're in the best place to be, then why would you even consider looking exactly. anywhere else? Yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy. It's, it's horrible. That's, we that's are terrible. controlled, my friend. 
Hey man, we got we got to unplug from the matrix. What you gonna do, man? <laughs> hey, turn his phone off and just leave. Just, just I move. told you, I said again for the fifth time. I'm going to move at some point. I'm gonna be off the grid in the fucking woods, collecting rainwater, living off the land, collecting rainwater. You know what I'm saying? That's the life, baby. For real, I don't even grow beers. I'm gonna grow beers. <laughs> I'm gonna be out here. I'm telling you, man. Mountain man, Mike. Right, exactly. Like a motherfucker. Hey, don't tell fuck you something. crazy. Mountain man out there peeing in the woods, <laughs> <laughs> cussing as he peeing like fuck all this shit, man, bitch ass. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I would imagine a life like that, man, where we're not controlled by like the first thing we do when we wake up is probably check our phones. Some of us, you know, what I'm saying, check my phone right now. Everything mm-hmm. is on there, man. It, it, my, my alarm go off is on the phone. Mm-hmm. I had an alarm clock. I actually like just unplugged that bitch, wrapped it up. So I'm like, this is stupid. That away, I got an alarm <laughs> clock just so I don't have to look at my phone, but it kept getting unplugged too. and I have to like re- reset it every time. I'm like, Fuck this. That's, 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 <laughs> that should say three in the morning right now. Right. <laughs> I thought I was doing something. I'm like, I'm gonna get an alarm clock. Fuck this phone shit. Alarm clock go off, turn that off. Phone, like, I'm on yep. the phone. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, man, like, I can't fight it, man. You just gotta. You accept be, it, man. You gotta accept it, but you gotta be, you gotta be disciplined. But being aware of it is a big thing. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I believe in that, man. It's just, yeah, yeah you gotta, you know what I'm saying? I'm addicted to my phone and I hate it. We all like, I, I hate I, I, it. I'm like, I'm in Facebook jail right now, so like, I can't, you know. I was wondering why you hadn't posted. Yeah, yeah free your man. Free your man, Trace. How, how do you constantly wind up in Facebook jail? Because I commented on his shit about something about regular show. And I said, regular show is the tits, and tits apparently. Are you serious? Dead ass. Oh. Wait, yeah. you said what now? He said something about regular show, which is a cartoon. I, 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 I fuck with the regular uh, show. Okay. Yeah. I said, it, I agreed. I was like, oh, this is the tits. You know what I'm saying? But tits. Okay. It's tits apparently. will flag you. Are you tits will flag, yeah. You want to hear, hear, okay, so you want to hear, tits is one thing. You know what else will flag you, and I'm dead serious? What? Man. M-A-N. Man or men. Uh, yeah, because there is this whole fucking backlash about essentially about like like feminists posting shit about toxic masculinity right. and men. So this page that I follow, they post these things, but they'll blank out. I mean, because these are from pictures. This isn't even from their text. Right. Like you'll be like, a, you know, you're sharing it on Facebook from Twitter. So it just shows up as an image. And there would be these red lines, like through the A in man, or through certain things, or like the I and T, or the I and tits, like mm-hmm. you know things. But there would be like these non, even, no matter how uh, conservative, I guess, or like a better term, no matter how conservative you are, you're like, how would you right. find that word offensive? Right. Because through the Facebook algorithm, there's certain words that will get you banned, and, and weirdly. Like man, like posting about men or man will get you anything like tits. I've only been in Facebook jail once and it was I said the word douche. Like and that that's and a it, thing. And that is a word on a box in CVS. This is not <laughs> right. I didn't say fuck. I said douche, which is a the literal name of a product. You didn't say dead nigga storage. Right. I said douche. <laughs> DNS was nowhere near my post. 
And somehow I got, I didn't get banned, but I got the warning for douche. Get the- I got a warning, but then I'm like 30 days. So I don't know how many more 30 days. fucking days for tits. Days. Hey, 30 days time. for them tits, baby. Do your time. 30 days for them titties, man. Trez did 30 days for those tits. Oh for them God. tits, man. You know, some of them regular show tits. Like it shit. is, though. It is the tits. Fuck you were right. Facebook, man. Dude, yeah. Facebook. I, right. I, I'm awful. learning like now that I'm like, I, I forget I got a Facebook now. I'm like, I just check Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. Welcome and to my world. Okay. Yeah, I've so. been abandoned Facebook. Yeah, you're never on Facebook. Ever. Yeah, if I do, it must be by accident. If I see you, I'm like, oh, this nigga. <laughs> well, I went through a phase about a month ago where I, I started like checking it, but mm-hmm. I wasn't posting anything. I was just going there and scroll. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I started that because like, Facebook... It, Man, like, my hate for Facebook <laughs> runs deep, bro. Like, for real. Like, Share it with me. I fucking hate Facebook, bro. Like, that shit is so fucking whack, bro. Like, from the beginning of its inception, bro, like, it's been trash. Like, I never liked Facebook. Ever. I liked it. I, I tell niggas the only reason I ever went to Facebook is because nobody was on MySpace. <laughs> That's why they I took went over. You did, did say that. But <laughs> uh, for real, I always hated Facebook. And then when Instagram came, I had a complete reason to not go on Facebook. Like fuck, Facebook is a circus, bro. Like it's trash. Like it is. I, I want everybody to get. You on. know they're all owned by the same thing. I do yeah, know okay, that. Right. But the platform of Instagram is more appealing to me than Facebook. Is. I hear you. Twitter is better than fucking. Facebook. Uh, I'll argue that. I'll argue. I. I mean, at least yeah. like the only reason I'm on Twitter is for the internet wrestling community. Like mm-hmm. that's. I don't have. That's what I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into the podcast community. So I'm just like, or you know. So that- yeah. So yeah. To make connections, it is. But I mean, like to be real with you, like that's the same reason I got into Twitter was mm-hmm. for like the wrestling podcast this, community. Before, like, that's let's say when shit. when, when uh, Jersey Shore was a thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying. So I was like on. Uh, Face uh, Twitter heavy, you know what I'm saying, mm. and everybody I, I connected with everybody. I had like a thousand followers, and I connected with everybody. I'm just like, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know how sure. you, I'm doing and shit. Like, <laughs> my, me, meanwhile, this man is all the way in fucking Georgia, right? You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah, you don't know this person. So, so uh, I mean, because uh, no, no, yeah, no, you good. So, like, you you fuck with Twitter or <sighs> enough? Not um, yeah, like I don't. I should probably be more involved if I wanted to take it seriously. But it's like I got on there, I followed a bunch of wrestling podcasts, wrestling people, people that had, and it's it's a weird fucking world. But I don't, um, I mean, I, I probably post on Facebook three times as much as I I post on Twitter. Facebook more than you on Twitter. Definitely. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I swear to God, bro, you're probably one of the only people I know who got like a actual Twitter that's like active? Yeah, that's active. That's like moving. Always because the way I always looked at Twitter, I always feel like because because uh, listen to a lot of like East Coast like podcasts and stuff like that. They talk about Twitter a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe they just move. They use Twitter more on the East Coast. Yeah, I, I started. I had to figure out like like uh you know regional wise like probably like in the Midwest because I got I've had Twitter since two thousand and eight. Yeah, it's been trash. Since <laughs> like straight up, like it's been terrible trash, bro. Mm-hmm. And I just like I don't get it. Like, and it's like nobody I know have Twitter, and it's like, yeah, it's no, it's no community for me. You know, yeah. on Twitter, yeah, you know what I'm saying? so yeah. it's like it's interesting to see like, you know, how that how somebody can like go on there and yeah, I and I don't I don't. 
use it to its potential and mainly what like what i see from it i don't like because the internet wrestling community is a very very toxic community it's just it's <laughs> shit on everything all the time right, right. and i like, like i mean i'm around people right and they're like <laughs> i'm all about being critical but okay so bringing this full circle for example a guy that i follow uh it's from england england is huge on wrestling uh he posted a thing was was the cm punk pipe bomb the greatest promo of all time and there i tell you right now it had about 200 and something comments I read through every one of those comments because I had nothing better to do with my time. <laughs> not a single person said yes. Now, I'm not saying that it is the greatest promo of all time, but not only did they not say yes, every comment was not only no or it was pretty good, but I don't know if I'd consider it the best. It was just shitting out. Not even in the top 10. Most overrated promo of all time. All this shit. And I'm like, it was fucking brilliant. It was groundbreaking. It got me back into wrestling. Really? And But it's so... All it does to me is attract... And Facebook now is the same way. Uh, to me, it attracts the worst out of people right. if you have that that power of anonymity where you can say whatever you want and i can't really respond to you I if you're gonna if you want to sit here <laughs> if you want to sit here and tell me it's the worst promo of all time we can have a back and forth right but you can say it's the worst of all time i can say if you say it's not even top 10 and i go back to you i go name 10 better it's not even mm. top 10 name 10 better you and me, you have to respond. That person can just disappear for a day. Right. You know Probably what I mean? Shit. So it's 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 shit bomb and leave. Right. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. Only I'm still on it. Two but. promos that I like. One is Booker T, Hulk Hogan. We coming for you, nigga. <laughs> Shout out to Sherry Martell, who is in the background and, on that. And the other one I like. <laughs> Is with uh, uh this nigga uh Macho Man was uh going off on Elizabeth and he uh, she was I guess she was like talking or whatever and he was like I asked you not to Yeah I asked you not to talk. No Don't tell you not to talk. Macho was stone cold before so Macho in like eighty seven, eighty eight before he was a good guy yeah. was stone cold and I'll give you <laughs> So, he was like, that was pretty harsh. He was like, no, actually, that was very light. <laughs> no, didn't I tell you to get, get the fuck out of here? Didn't I tell you not to talk? Right, don't say nothing. Shut up. Uh, there was, this so, nigga dog. You guys got to say, it's, I mean, it's by today's standards, I mean, it's whatever. It's not cool. It's still my one of my favorite matches of all time. Mm-hmm. The match itself is nothing. But it's Hogan and Savage at WrestleMania 5. So it's 1989. <laughs> and Jesse Ventura is on commentary. Right. Future governor of Minnesota, star of Predator, Jesse Ventura, is in there. And the whole concept of the match was... Uh, like Elizabeth was trying to support both guys. Right. Well, Savage was a heel, and she had been with Savage forever. And Hogan's the baby face, right. and Hogan just came up. And listening to Jesse Ventura's commentary, uh, it would that shit would never fly today. But she's coming down, 
And the good guy commentator is like, well, this is a real difficult spot for her. And he goes, who the hell was Elizabeth before Macho came along? Right? She's a gold digger. She's going to, I'll tell you who, who she's going to support. She's going to support whoever wins. If Savage wins, she's going to go off with Randy. If Hogan wins, she's going to go off with Hogan. And the guy's like, well, how do you think Randy got all these opportunities? Not from her. She was in the kitchen before he brought her to the show. And it's so not cool, but it's so. Oh this man! This way, what? The the nigga that was doing this shit, he gave Elizabeth a compliment. He was like, "That was a nice. That's a nice necklace you have on, or something." He said. Yeah. And all she did was say thank you. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Didn't I tell you not to speak?" <laughs> that shit was deep, Go man. Sit out. Savage was brutal, but he was man. Great. Wrestling was deep, man. Like they had Stephanie McMahon like hung up on like some sort of like cross fixture they thing. Crucified her. She then got married against her will. Got married against a real <laughs> Undertaker. Hung the boss she, man. <laughs> hung this nigga from a cage. The cage was raising up. <laughs> hung this nigga. I'm like, whoa. It whoa. was wild, dude. Shit it was, was wild. wild west. The Rock. The Rock was like giving Stephanie McMahon Ooh. a business, like. You know, she's like, I told you not to, not don't blow the pool, boy, and shit like that. <laughs> I just saw a fucking video with Vince McMahon standing in front of Trish. Trish Stratus, yeah. Trish is like, I'm unzipping knees. in my pants. This nigga, like, I'm going to unzip my pants. <laughs> What the fuck? That's shit, that ruthless man. aggression era. This shit was about. wild back then, dog. I was like, like, what the fuck is going on here? Dog? Like, I'm going to remove my meat from my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take this shit no more. I was like, what the fuck is going on? The rock was smacking his leg easy, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yo, what this got to do with wrestling? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. What this Nothing. got to do with niggas body slamming niggas? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I have a goddamn thing. You but it's entertaining. It. It's very much. We're talking about it. it we, exactly. We're not exactly. talking about that body slam. Uh, right. By who body slam? What's a body Doesn't slam? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Did <laughs> Vince say he was going to fucking choke stuff out with his dick? Oh, God, man. That shit was wild, man. That, was yeah, that, shit, was, that shit was wild. It was even wild. It was a little bit back oh, then. Bet. It was an attitude era. Um, Jack Jacqueline, she had, somebody Jackie, ripped her, yeah, yeah Jackie. Jackie was wild. Yeah, man, somebody ripped her top off. I was like, "Ooh, look at them fake ass that, titties." Yep, <laughs> that shit was nice. That That's was... why I'm in Facebook jail now. Because <laughs> them titties, <laughs> them titties, they get you. Yeah, man. So it was, um, yeah, I, I realized that it was just like I was like, man, I'm really, I didn't, re- I didn't know what I had back then. You know, I'm just taking it. Oh, for granted. look, looking back on it, it's wild, wild with the wow. That shit with. is funny. Yeah, I'm like, it's man, crazy. what the fuck was I thinking about? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> Man, yeah. So uh, around that time, I fell in love with uh, Jeff Hardy just being a solo uh, a wrestler, solo performer. This was after Hardy Boys, then. Yeah, uh, a little bit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he was like losing all his matches. The last match I seen him in was against The Rock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, I was like, man, well, at least you went out going against The Rock, you know? Yeah. What I'm saying? Like whatever. Then he went to. Uh, then I found out TNA was a thing when it was like. Yeah. The, it was like a. All those weird ass ropes. Yeah, the the octagon, the octagon ropes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this where you went. I was like, cool. So then, that's, then that's when I found out, like, oh, WWE, y'all ain't the only ones. Out it's here. not. It's not. And I, yeah, I never knew that. I mean, you know, growing up, that's all that was on TV and stuff. And then once that attitude era sort of came about, I knew about WCW, and I would watch both, mm. but then, you know, they fold, ECW folds, and TNA was really the first one to come around in a long time to offer any sort of, like, 
competition, mm. but it wasn't competition. Yeah, it's true, like, yeah. true, true. That's actually I'm reading a. I'm actually reading an amazing book right now uh, by Guy Evans called Nitro, and it's all about the WCW Nitro show from mm. its inception to you know its demise, and it was talking about even at the height of their popularity, if someone like let's say a football player body slams a football player on this on the field Mm -hmm. you know they're getting into it it's penalty he throws him over his shoulder it looks like a body slam the announcer goes man that's some wwf stuff like he doesn't say that's some wrestling stuff and he certainly doesn't say that's some wcw stuff like that is the it's sort of like kleenex with tissue you know what I mean? It's gotcha. interchangeable. It's on that level. Like, uh, Band-Aids. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know? So it's on that level of just, like, the brand is almost bigger than the object itself. Gotcha. Uh, so it's kind of crazy, which is why I'm hoping, like I said, I don't think AEW will ever get to that point, but I like that we're at least starting that conversation now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like I seen a little bit of AEW. Um, yeah. I was like, man, they. I think they have some potential. They got a lot of potential. I was like, they can definitely be like up there, like a, if not like if you don't even like fuck with WWE on this on a like global scale, like a major scale, you could definitely be a pain in their side. Absolutely, and it's they do they. Um, what I love most about them, and I don't I don't want to turn this into a wrestling podcast. I mm-hmm. talk about it enough. But <laughs> they. Uh, they oh no we nerd out we nerd out here (laughs) they lean into nostalgia Mm. in a way that i think wwe purposely tries to avoid Mm. and i think it's to their detriment okay i think they should lean into it more where you talk about you want those days of ruthless aggression or attitude era back yeah you're never gonna see another stone cold in wwe but you might if if there's another stone cold out there that exists He's not going to get made in WWE. He's going to get made in AEW. Man, I, I was listening to... Uh, Stone- and there's a guy right now. I don't mean to cut you uh, No, no, go ahead, go ahead. There's a guy out there right now who might one day do it. Hangman Adam Page. I'll get to him in a minute. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. Because uh, like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bald head individual. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so Stone Cold holds a place in your heart? Yeah, most definitely. Him, Kobe Bryant, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> he the so, goat, man. Yeah, right. So I was just like, uh, he was this, he was because he used to have like long blonde hair, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? Like, for the real? nigga, yeah, he used to like. I've he, never seen this nigga. Hey, if oh, you, once you once you it see horrible. it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> you like who the fuck? <laughs> yeah, long blonde hair. He's like well, even women would kill for my shit. I'm like yeah, when I had the dress, I was like I'm like mm-hmm. my hair was longer than some of the women I was fucking with. I'm like. You know what I'm saying? But uh, he's like, started going ball. He's like, I called one of my friends up. He was like, man, I'm losing my hair. He's like, I don't know what I don't know what to do. He was like, his friend responded, well, shit, Austin, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm going to call you back. <laughs> that was it. That was it. From that point forward, I realized, like, hey, just cut it, man. Just cut it. <laughs> just cut it. <laughs> just cut it. You it's can't like, fight nature. Hey, you what, what you say? What nature. you always say, Mike? What's it about baldness? Uh, oh, what? Uh, mm-hmm. Male pattern baldness. Male pattern baldness always gets the last laugh. There you go. <laughs> so I was just like, 
<laughs> if it's gonna get you, it's gonna get you. Can't beat it. At least I have fun with it. I have my dreads and shit, and I'm like, all right, it's done. It's over, man. But I'm yeah. on my way. I'll be there. I got a couple more years though. Oh yeah, like I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gray. I I pray I don't go bald. Man, I'll, be, I'll take being I, this gray, man. We've been battling it out. Oh no, I can't wait till I get gray. I'll, I got it in my beard. I don't have it in my hair. I'll I'll embrace that. Like I'm yeah. not gonna go out and get just for men or anything. But when the baldness kicks in, like yeah. I, no disrespect, yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna handle it. Well, uh, it's uh, you got a beard, bro. So that, that's what saves it me. It works. If, if it you does have work. A beard, it does help. Yeah, but. You have to have the head for it. I don't think I do. I got the egg head. It's like long. See, you know what I mean? It's like like longer. Thing. You remember uh, uh, Chef Dave, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Chef Dave. Dave never shaved his head. He would go get a haircut. He got the whole bird's nest joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got the Uncle Phil. Yeah, he got the Uncle Phil. You feel me? He'll leave some shit on the side. They'll line him up, taper him, make sure he look clean and shit. But he would never just go like full go ball. Go full ball. Yeah, no, never. Now, my theory behind it, and it's crazy, I got a theory behind this nigga's bald head. But <laughs> you spend enough time with someone. Yeah, you know, you know my theory behind it is he uh, doesn't have the proper bald head for the body. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I went, I shaved my head a couple of times. I do it every so often, actually. You know what I'm okay. saying? I seen him do it. I was like, man, I was like, that look, that look dope, bro. Dope yeah. I shaved my, totally I've shaved my head a couple of times just to see, like, what the what the ball do you look? What is crack? What is hidden for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta see like what is hidden for because I might not have the head for it. You know, and I I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, I like a young Michael Jordan. All right, fuck. Hey, yeah, we're <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm fucking with it. Oh yeah. But, uh, uh, it's a to go to or make a. I forget you guys edit shit, so I didn't yeah. want to. No, it's fine. Uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, actually, I'll show you. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut. No, you smoke. Alright, back back to ball head nigga shit. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying, like, man, I just I just feel like you do you do have to have the head for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we gonna we not just gonna like, you know, just look over that. Some niggas don't have the right shape head for it, and then I understand why they wearing a the taper with the hole in the middle. <laughs> I just under, I understand it now. Like you don't got the dome oh, for it, so you look better. Because another thing that is hard to like with me, mm-hmm. it's hard because I'm not losing my hairline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I told I'm, you, yeah. I'm thinning up in the mid, up the up in the crown. So when you still got the hairline, mm-hmm. that's you hold on to it. Yeah, that's when it's like, damn, I still got the hairline. Like a lot of niggas be, they should be thinning. Mm-hmm. They don't even know they shit thinning because they can't see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless Only, you get a mirror. Or yeah, something. unless you get a mirror or your barber or somebody notice it. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, then again, a lot of niggas can't because they still got their hairline. They just like, damn, I don't want to fucking shave my hair. My hairline still intact. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I think a lot more go into it. But, you know, if you got the head for it, like, you know, go ahead and you can shave it, you know. But uh, also another thing, this is what I learned about going bald when I uh, shave my head. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about the upkeep on shaving heads. <laughs> Nobody talks about that shit, bro. Oh man, my hair grow fast as shit, dog. Don't it? 
It's the worst. I was like, I just yeah. shaved my shit. Like, I shaved my shit yesterday, and I'm just like, I feel like it's like about to be back in like two days. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. when I go get haircuts, I can go get a haircut every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I can do that with a body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like in order to maintain a, like a clean body, I'm gonna have to do that shit like every three days, probably. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Which I, means I, that I'm gonna have to cut my own hair because mm. I, I like to go to the barbershop. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? I, uh, you know what I use? Because I, I, I use I was using like like a lot of razors. I use the Gillette razor. I use the um, Harry's razor, and I'm now using Detroit. Uh, what's it called? It's Detroit Shave. It's like Shave Club for me. Some shit. Some shit. I forget. They the name see you it. the joints in the middle or whatever. That's the Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club, yeah, okay. yeah, Dollar Shave. Okay. So, um, so I was using those, but this is one. Uh, it's a shit called Blade. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, you screw the um, bottom of it, and it opens up at the top, and you put an actual like razor blade in there, and you like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I tried that with my head. I was like, you got to be real gentle when you cut because you will fuck around and if you like, like my back wet why is it wet oh because it's blood <laughs> coming out yeah exactly you gotta you gotta be careful with that shit man <laughs> so it's like use actual blade on your head you gotta be careful you gotta take your time so you know the closer the i mean obviously i guess like the closer you can get the more longer your body will last uh, yeah, that's the idea, you know what I'm saying? But it's uh, it's this thing called freedom grooming thing. It's a free, it's like a handheld like like blade. You just like cut all over your head. So it would say it would save time. My my thing is the time. Yeah. The blade when you take the blade to your head, it just take a lot of time. But you know after you done, you be like, oh this this nice. I look so good. So you're good for a while. So you wouldn't yeah. be able to use like just a straight razor. Uh, I, no no. What well, no, should no. you use a razor blade? So. Yeah, I use a razor blade, Ooh. but. That yeah. sounds dangerous as shit. Ain't it? It's just, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you fuck around and I'll be like, oh, oh, yep, nick myself, yep. But like I said, my healing time pretty cool. So I'm just right. like, you on Wolverine time. I'm so. on Wolverine time most definitely. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you, when you got the body, man, embrace it. You know what I'm saying? If you got right, the grace, right. embrace it. You know, like, the people love it, man. See, my problem with grace is mm-hmm. that I don't have enough of them. That's See, my, that's okay. my problem. Okay. So I, I have like, like, You'll, see, you'll be able to see like one or two at a time or mm-hmm. three at a time. Mm-hmm. To me, that's annoying. Yeah. So I pluck the shit out of them. I pluck the shit out of them. Like, yeah. fuck it. And then another like two or three will pop up. And it's like, come on, man. Like, if y'all gonna do it, just do it. Like, yeah. Just do it. Like, come on. <laughs> like, just come on with the shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> Take your time. Yeah, I'm ready for the shit, my nigga. Like, y'all niggas is playing around pity yeah. patting shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this is stuff that men go through, man. Like, we, we be insecure about our shit sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, look, you know. Like what? Like what type of friends would y'all be if y'all see me trying to hold on to like the little hair that's on right, my right? Like, hey, like, hey, Trans, <laughs> just you, let like, it go, man. Just let it, you're done. You're done. You're not a bad looking guy. You know what I'm saying? Just you're done. Just it's, it's over. You I feel fun. like whenever someone tries to fight it. Look it looks stupid. 10 times worse. <laughs> like, we actually, we got a guy at the restaurant. Uh, nice dude, cool guy, cool family. But we call him box number nine. Because his hair looks like it came right out of box number nine. Just It's like straight jet black hair. And the dude's like 75 years old. I'm like, wow. you, this is not your hair. Not even close to your hair. Like, I can see dye stains around your temples. It right. looks so bad. And I'm like, I guarantee you, however you... You look naturally. There's no way it looks worse than this. It's right. so Man, when you, blaringly when you, fake. When you natural and shit like so, like let's just say you get the Reed Richards type shit. On you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Mike, you know what I'm saying? You get the Reed Richards type shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it will look natural on you because, yes. you know what I'm saying? It's like women and women like that. You know what I'm saying? Like in my case, you know, women yeah. like that shit. You mm-hmm. know, just you know, like, oh, you got some great. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, you're like, oh, how old are you? You 30? You 38, 40? I'm like, no, I'm just 30, baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just, right, I just right. look like this. You know what I'm saying? I got I'm, so I'm, much I'm, wisdom that's <laughs> coming through in my hair. You're right. I actually got more women. When I had a bald head, I was just like, I don't really? know. Really? Yeah. Versus the dreads, the short yeah, hair, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, really? I was like, y'all like this? I'm like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm with it. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm <laughs> you got to lean into it. And it really, it's like, I mean, it's sort of the same thing with me where it's, I mean, at least, I don't know. But in the gay community and in any community, there's such like this high level of value on youth, which mm-hmm. is the way it is in any community. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's like this, you have this this idea in your head that if I'm perceived as older than whatever the ideal age demographic is, then I'm dead. Mm. But what you fail to realize is that in any community, in any group, is there's people that are going to gravitate toward what you are already. Mm-hmm. So like I spent a long time like plucking the grays and denying that shit and trying to like hide it, not realizing that if I just leaned into it, the people that would come to me would actually like me for me. And now I don't have to if I got somebody by making my hair look thicker, plucking out the grays or doing all this stuff, that's somebody that is eventually going to tire of what I am anyway. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Versus if I just embrace it, you know what I mean? I lean with it and you take what comes to you. Right. You know, it's, I mean, you're still selective. You still can pick and choose who you want. Right. But instead of going for someone that isn't actually into what you are already, you're just, you're pushing that boulder up that hill and there's, mm. there's no end to it. Versus like, it's the, like I said, the person that I'm with now, if I died if i shaved if i shaved my beard i would be single tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> me too they met you with they met y'all with beards yeah, they yeah, did yeah, meet yeah, me yeah. with the beard but right. i grew the beard so it's i my ex i was clean shaven and my ex convinced me to grow the beard and that is for all the negative stuff that i'll say about him that is the one positive thing because one i look better with the beard after after we broke up i had a crisis and i shaved it and as soon as i shaved it i was like oh this was a bad idea Uh, didn't have sex for a few months after that (laughs) grow the beard back all of a sudden i'm getting open shop yeah yeah. so it's you got you lean into it and you embrace it and i feel like the, the people that struggle the hardest are the ones that won't accept the reality of the situation like I'm not saying lay down and just accept every bad shit that comes your way but the more you try to fight who you are or what you look like or whatever it is you're just A you're you're probably just going to drive yourself crazy and B you're not even going to attract the type of people that you want to end up being with because they don't want you they want this version of yourself that you have to constantly put on and it's just it's tiring hey man, man you know what i think you just uh gave us a gym for the gentleman man you gotta let let shit happen naturally man yeah, yeah. Let, let it happen naturally don't dog. resist like, don't, don't resist man like at, at it, the same on the same like i because i feel like like i was talking about chef dave right yeah he never fully shaved his head but he always like he just let it grow like he know that that's there 
That's yeah, yeah. He you know he didn't saying? try to hide it. No, he didn't try to hide it. No. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't shave it all either. You know no. what I'm saying? So I feel like I always commended it for it. Like, well, we made fun of him because we were stupid. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we made fun of him. It's the kitchen because he was right. the manager. So like, yeah. we got to make fun of him. But yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I actually like commended him because I was kind of like, he just he know like what worked for him. He just but, owns it. Yeah, he just, yeah, just owns it. And, he's, and the thing is, for all yeah, much we want right. to make fun of him or whatever, he's got a wife and kids at home, and that dude is set, and that dude is made. Like Michi Terry, the mas- the basketball player, the mm. college player. You know mm. what I'm saying? That nigga, like that nigga, he started balling at like a young age, like, like seventeen. Yeah, or you know like what I'm saying? He got yeah. a George Jefferson at like <laughs> seventeen years old. That's gotta be crazy. But he never shaved his head. He just lined that bullshit up, and make it look clean. And I'm like, I bet he get all the hoes. Yeah, man. He like with somebody off a uh, confunction or a little yeah. like he like a commodore or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that with Lionel Richie later, right? He be hooping his ass off, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Just like yeah. man, dog. Yeah, it's a, you gotta, uh, yeah, you gotta accept it. That's what I did. I was like, I was denying it for a minute. But sure. I was just like, you know, I was like, you know, fuck it, I still look good and shit, you know, women still flock out, flock yeah. out <clears> My uh, my best friend, all growing up, the guy I'm sure I've talked about him before last time we were a chiropractor in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Awesome dude. Started balding pretty early, and he was like, I'm going to shave my head, I'm going to shave my head. I'm like, you're 20 years old, don't shave your head, this is ridiculous. I watched him at a intramural intramural soccer game, Mm -hmm. and the stands were way above, so you're looking down on everybody. 30 seconds into the game, I went... John's got to shave his fucking head. It looks terrible. Damn, you damn. see that bald spot? It's starting to look like Hulk Hogan. I'm like, dude, just shave it. Hulk shave Hogan's it. been bald all my life. But, but he hasn't really because he did that hold on to that that the blonde bullshit and hair. And then he, went, he used the word of fucking shit wrapped around you, his head. Yeah, he wore the bandana. The bandana tried bandana to hide it. Yeah, but it'd come off eventually. I saw, <laughs> I saw that one overhead shot. I was like, I'm sorry. Shave it. Let's go home tonight and shave your head because that's got to go right right yeah. and he's been and he's been bald since and like to your point earlier it looks great with a bald head you know Sweet. some people just have it yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's like I think, I think god blesses those that can handle it you know you know it's, like, it's like it's it, you know it's a life to live i was like the bald life is a good life you don't run from it man yeah. it's just, so he's gonna be bald eventually give him a decent size head so exactly you know so, or be funny or grow a beard where you where you're lacking at your will yeah. fulfill in yeah. other spots so absolutely like, you'll figure your look out man. Yep. yeah exactly like, yeah yeah uh, embrace uh, it go where nature takes you george carlin said it the best man he's like uh white dudes he's like he's like black guys with bald heads he's like that that's fine he's like you white dudes is like cut yourself bald like automatically he's like stop that shit you look horrible you you look like a serial killer or a cancer survivor and that's, <laughs> that's what, what he said about it george carlin had a ponytail for forever yes so like, he did he a bald ponytail knock it, it off <laughs> hey Hey, Who's George Carlin to give anybody hair advice? Hey, right? hey, hey, no, hey, you better listen to that man. <laughs> what the he look, fuck? He looks like somebody I can trust. <laughs> that bald head thing. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I, are we all watch our funny as hell though? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go That's ahead. my guy, uh-huh. George Carlin. I fuck with him. Uh-huh. Nigga, you rocked a, a gray ponytail. Like, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he's like, hey, I ain't cutting this motherfucker all the way up until he died. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like, we all watch our. Uh, 
amounts of porn or whatever, or a fair share amount of porn. It's a it's a guy. It's a like he he built and he like a bald head white guy. I'm like I don't trust this nigga man. I was, just, <laughs> I was like I gotta get my hands off my shit. I'm like I don't yeah. trust this man. I was like I gotta find something else. Oh, yeah. this the nigga you talking about the nigga that he look like uh, Joe Rogan and shit. He kind of look, look like he, somebody. He, he just, like a short stocky nigga. He fucking yeah. built as fuck with yeah, a body and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, that nigga weird. Yeah. <laughs> See. <laughs> I come across them videos. I mean, this nigga look like Joe Rogan and shit. Like, this shit crazy. Like, he look just like Joe Rogan, bro. Like, hey, get this nigga out of here. Knocking bitches down. Right, like a motherfucker. Do you man. guys watch much of his stuff? Joe Rogan stuff? I fucking love Joe Rogan. Man, yeah. he, he swear by it, man, but I, I I just need to get into it. And you know what I'm saying? I think once I, I, the last thing I watched was the Kanye shit. Yeah. And Kanye shit was like everywhere. Like, Kanye yeah. himself is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, shows sure. he like take you down road B, now you on road. D. I'm like, what happened to fucking B and C? Yeah. You on road D, nigga. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what? It was it was nuts. He just recently, I think this was the last episode, he had motherfucking Quentin Tarantino on there. Mm. Really? You'll love that shit. I I listen to that shit, bro. Like I sometimes when Joe Rogan have certain people on, you know, you listen and then I kind of zone out a little bit because mm. like they might be talking over my head sometimes. Cause he had some motherfuckers on that's on some weird ass shit, like mm. some fucking it it either be some deep political shit that I don't care about and it just be background for me or it'd be like some like he like he, he like a he had like a lot of motherfuckers that got to do with like aliens and shit like that. Yeah. Sometimes I'm into it. Sometimes I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. it's just kind of like boring or whatever. Yeah. But you can tell it's something that Joe is in, interested in. Yeah. But uh, this last one with Quentin Tarantino, because I've never seen a Quentin Tarantino film that I didn't like. Sure. True. You know what I'm saying? So when I seen he had Quentin Tarantino on for two hours and whatever minutes, I was like, oh, I'm about to listen to this. All in it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that shit was like, you'll, you'll fuck with that shit for real. You'll, you'll really fuck. You'll I, really yeah, like it. I think anybody that just is, we all in our thirties. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's in thirties or just know some good film, like I, we we just referenced Quentin Tarantino's work over here like five times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, that, that's that's the guy. I literally that. watched Django two nights ago. Like, yeah. I, I lo- cannot get sick of Tarantino shit. Man, Qu- Quentin Tarantino is a fucking legend, bro. He um like I always liked Leonardo DiCaprio, but when he did that, I was like. Yeah, all right. next level. You invited to the cookout. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all while you can right now, because he only got one more film. That's I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean he said that last time. Like, El- he he Elton- doubled down on the shit on the on the podcast, bro. He said he got one more film. Like that's all he got. Here's he, here's he my- don't count Kill Bill as two films, so that's one film. So whatever. He feel like he could have exit. I mean, you can listen to the podcast, but yeah, he's, I'll listen. No, I'll listen. The way he yeah. said it was like he feel like once upon a time in Hollywood he could leave on that. He was like because that was like a. a I never, really I never good did film, watch it. It's good. It's really good. It's good. I like it. It's, it's, it's a Tarantino film. Yeah. But he said like, like literally, like he really sticking to his ten films. He only got one more. So here's here's my counter argument to that. Elton John is on his fourth farewell tour. <laughs> <laughs> I need to throw something right now. I, That's I don't know. all I'm going to say. Like, I don't. Oh, okay. When the money's that good, yeah. and he's not that old, like, he could still keep making films. Like, I get the idea. Fucking Lupe 
Wasn't Lasers supposed to be Lupe's last album? Wasn't that and from... Nigga, that nigga's on Drogas <laughs> Wave. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Which is... Was that the third Drogas album? Or at least uh, the No, it's Drogas Light and then Drogas Wave. Wave. Okay. So, I mean, that's my point, is that yeah. you say that... Great example, though. And then... Right. Like, you say that, and then you get to that point. Like, it's easy when you're younger to say, this is what I want to do, and then I'm going to move on and do something else with my right. life. But yeah. fucking money talks. Right, and but, when you can yeah. do that and make money and you're good at it, that's the thing is too, is you're fucking great at it. Right. You're you're the Tarantino of music. You're the Elton John or Lupe Fiasco of music. Like to just stop that stop because you. you said this is what I said I was going to do. I don't know about y'all, but when I was when I was knee high to a grasshopper, when I was 35, I was gonna be in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm 35 now. I feel like the same that I felt like when I was 16 years old. Right. Like you have these ideas of when you think you're gonna be hanging it up, but then you get to that point and whether it's real or whether it's just manifested in your brain, you go, I got a lot more to give. Right. And I make money at what I do and I right. enjoy what I do. So unless he fi- unless Tarantino finds something else to do that he's amazing at and he loves, I don't think he's gonna stop anytime soon. Well, the way I took it was that um, he does write books too. But oh, okay. He, but he usually writes them after he writes the movie for some reason. Okay. Like so, uh, he'll like, like turn the movie into a book. Well, well, with Pulp Fiction, that's what he did. The, okay. The movie came before the book. Okay. But the book had added stuff to it. You know what I'm saying? All right, so he turned it into like a full length novel. Yeah, it wasn't just. He did the same. He just released "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood" book. Okay. See, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know he got other things, but his his argument about it was that um, basically he would like to be done at the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't want to fall off. Like he, 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 he. You know, he. The way he explained it to to Joe was like. You know, most musicians, even movie, he was like movie directors. When they get older, they don't get better. Right, you know right, 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 right. So you that was, that was his, right, right. That was his argument. Joe yeah. was kind of like saying the same shit you saying, like, but you at the top right now. Like, what did you talk about? Want to go out on top? Yeah, he, that's that's what that was his thing. Yeah. Like, he want to go out on top. So he's it, he's trying to stick to one movie. Like, it's nice and people like Elway went out on top. You know what I mean? I think Manning right. Manning went out on top. I think he retired after he won the Super Bowl. It's a nice thing to do, but I think that human nature element in us is... I can do one more. Right. I can. You know, I mean, I'm never really done. Yeah. I think that way. You like you fucking. I've been. I've been way. I've been on Fanduel way too much. I want to tell you how much I'm on Fanduel. <laughs> but my thing is like I'm gonna make like this like the last Clippers game. I'm like I'm gonna make one more bet on the Clippers. One seventy five bucks on it. Right. And I was like, and then I'm gonna cash out and I'm gonna delete the app. Think the app's deleted on my phone? Fuck no! I just won seventy five bucks. I'm gonna go throw it on something else because I'm amazing at it. It's hard to retire on a hit because you don't ever want to think that's like the last great thing you can do. You sound like me on date naps. <laughs> Never again. It's as good as it's ever gonna be. I'm done. Two weeks later. Swipe right. Hey girl, what's going on? <laughs> 
Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm new to this. I don't know what's going on. Hell no, that's fucking nuts. It's, it's hard, man. It's hard to hang I, it up when you're I, on I top. Hate to, I hate to see him go, man. Like, you know, like if his last, uh, well, some of his last work, like Grindhouse, I love Grindhouse. Grindhouse is amazing. It, Let me tell you something about this motherfucking nigga, dog. This motherfucker has some of the greatest dialogues in his movies. Yeah, man. It's so the good. The greatest. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with Grindhouse, with uh, not Planet Terror, but... Uh, uh, death, death proof. proof. Those girls that were sitting around talking and just having yes, a conversation in the something. bar. Yeah, it was like I go get a do dirt nigga that got you know what I'm saying for but now I'm gonna keep me a gun. That whole conversation that they yep. had yeah. was just like those little things make a great Quentin Tarantino movie. Like the uh, what's another conversation that they had? The, uh, the one I was talking about with uh, Uma Thurman and John uh, and John Travolta in the like, booth. Yeah, oh, like yeah, with, yeah. Like, like I hate five dollar shake and yeah. yeah. It's like, I wish we could just, like. Why do you feel like you got to talk? I wish we could just enjoy a silence. Silence. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Those type of things like are fucking like phenomenal. Like those little pieces of dialogue. It make great. yeah those little bit. It makes it the movie feel real because I've had that's my issue with a lot of like action movies and movies that are very like plot forward mm-hmm. is people don't talk in those movies the way human beings talk exactly that we're talking so we can say a certain thing to advance the plot whatever we're saying right it's is not in a thing along yeah it's to move something along it's not the way people that were in the situation would actually talk people at going on a quote-unquote date at a diner mm. are going to talk about bullshit we're not going to talk about only the stuff that move, you know, the most interesting things. We're going to have small talk. Bullshit, yeah. And yeah. bullshit. And that's a real thing. That's why it's like a lot of, like, I'll bring uh, Friends, the show. I will defend the first couple seasons of Friends as some of the best TV that's ever been written because until they got too big for their own doing a lot of the jokes a lot of the humor in that show was stuff that was not about the plot it was just the way people would talk like they got the show stuck on uh spanish audio and they couldn't fix it right so they're just making up the dialogue that they think would be it has nothing to do with ross and rachel or any of that shit (laughs) it's a bunch of friends with tv stuck on spanish imagining what they're talking about that's, and saying and that's the funnest realest shit yeah. in the whole show that's the same reason i like seinfeld yeah yes yeah. because it's but because it's straight funny and seinfeld never got serious no never yeah, i like that they like, knew who they were and it's yeah. the show about nothing because <laughs> right. it is it's just about real life right <laughs> not to be too deep but real life is more or less nothing All right. it's, it's, it it's really is sitting I, in the basement I, bullshit that's why i think uh uh now that you brought it to my attention you know i think that's why i like those like little talks in the quentin tarantino movies because it's, it's the real shit you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like we just have, we all have our like little bullshit talks and mm-hmm. shit. absolutely you know what i'm saying so like oh, like the kahuna burger like this is a this is a tasty burger. burger yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> before i'm about to off all you niggas but right. you know what i'm saying like yeah we, we this is a nice ass burger you or, know? or that scene specifically i use not in the direct quote but when samuel L. jackson goes you know, see my girl's friend's a vegetarian which pretty much makes me a vegetarian right. and he just kind of like that throw off comment that you say or whatever and like yeah. that's I mean I do that shit all the time that has nothing to do with the plot that has nothing to even do with the intimidation we see another burger for another for the, the show the it has nothing to do with it but <laughs> it gives great. you that real moment into that character and it makes them 
relatable. I can't relate to a hitman that goes to some guy's house and blows a bunch of people away and has got somebody's soul in a suitcase. I can't relate to any of that. But I can relate to the fact that my significant other feels something, so now I have to feel something because I'm attached (laughs) to that significant other. That's the moment that makes me love Samuel L. Jackson in that movie. It's not, you'll know my name is the Lord. It's not, I'm going to walk from town to town and be a bum. All that shit. What makes me connect to Samuel L. Jackson in that movie is that moment where I go, oh, yeah, right. he's, he's, he's got a girl at home that tells him right. what to eat, too. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty of it. And that's like a why Tarantino... And yes. every... I would argue... I haven't seen... I don't know if I've seen every Tarantino movie, but uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't. if I haven't, it's damn close. And there's always mm. those moments in those movies that, to me, are what makes me fall in love with the movie. It's not the big shootout at the end. It's not or all the blood. Or with Army killing 88 people. Right. So, Crazy. Or, or, yeah, or even the cool dialogue. It's those, was those moments. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love them. Uh, it's just those moments that make you feel like you can connect to these characters as yeah. human beings. And oh, like, so even, even with Kill Bill, it's like she's like, that's a Haritaro Hanzo sword. I don't know if I'm saying the name right. She's like, is that, is that a real sword? And then she went and cut this bitch. She, she was like, I'm sorry that I doubted you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's let's get this over with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? That's like those like, like those little things are very important. And I don't think we'll ever see those and like anything that's other than a or we uh, at least for me, I won't be able to like. It's it's rare that I see like uh I could like die I can naturally dissect that out of a movie other than a Quentin Tarantino movie. right and you know what I'm saying you know how much crazy shit happened in Pulp Fiction somebody got raped <laughs> right, <laughs> so, right. So I was just like I was just like you know what I'm saying with like, a gimp in the room like exactly. there's nothing realistic about that. well not not unrealistic but yeah but that's but that's, that's, that's not nuts. what we love and remember about Pulp Fiction yeah those are some of the more iconic scenes yeah. I get you know what I mean in cinema history mm-hmm. but at least for me the shit that like I don't I don't want to put Pulp Fiction on again for the 37th time to see the gimp scene right. as iconic as it is I put it on for those little quips those right. those things He's that like, did make you get the watch off the people. kangaroo like, yes yeah. <laughs> Captain Gang <laughs> yeah, singing in the car shit that just yeah. people right. do and it's oh, that's those are my favorite yeah, movies yeah 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 so it's, uh, it humanizes these characters and yeah it's like yeah it's, it's, I love it I love it that's yeah, great so, speaking of movies how do you feel about F9 man yeah let's talk let's about let's talk about it. it let's talk about this shit you know right. quarter mile at time what's your thoughts man, man talk, talk listen, to talk man. to the people man talk not to what you think man i'm still watching but what did you tell me? Why, why did you still say that watch it you know enjoy it for what it is but i hate it <laughs> <laughs> cisco and even give it two thumbs down <laughs> duh listen man i'm gonna just keep it i'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all man i don't i don't like these kind of movies i like I hate this movie. I, I listen. I go see every Fast and Furious movie that come out because Did you go watch it by yourself? because my hell no, I would never pay to go see that shit. The only reason I go is because my daughter. It used to be my daughter and my son, but now my daughter is kind of like, oh, new Fast and Furious movie. You know what I'm saying? So we went to go see all of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why not go see nine? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and every time I go, I fall asleep in the middle of the fucking movie. Really? Like, I'm not, I'm not, it, like, I, I wake up asking her questions like, who is this? <laughs> like, why did they, 
They do Who is this? because they do dumb shit, bro. Like these movies embody everything that I hate about like Hollywood type movies, dog. Like mm. it's no originality, it's totally predictable, and they do dumb shit. Nonsensical shit. Like they do. Like why are you bringing Han back? He died. You have a whole fucking sad moment in a movie where you attached to this character or whatever just to bring this nigga back like oh he didn't die uh, you know that's the rule if you was, didn't see him die they ain't die it was staged he was it was Mr. Nobody put to get the fuck out of here bro <laughs> like I, I'm not here for this bullshit right now bro like that shit insulted my intelligence at. like for real duh and then you got the niggas in there like the niggas they went out of space in a fucking Fiero bro <laughs> a fucking Pontiac Fiero, bro. They went out of space, went through a satellite, bro. Like, what are we talking about here? How do we get here? How do we get here from racing, from street <laughs> racing, bro? How the fuck do we get here from street racing, dog? You're the one that has to defend this. Yeah, like, I know, right? What the fuck is going on, bro? Like, I, I've had it, bro. <laughs> Like I completely had it. Like at the, like I I let it go on for a while. It's like five, six, seven. Those eight. are the good ones. Five, I'm, six, and seven. Those I'm watching. Ones. I'm falling asleep. I'm waking up. Oh, explosions, cars, and shit. Like okay, cool, whatever. Some flat white ass. But I would not be returning for ten, bro. <laughs> Not even for my daughter, not for nobody. <laughs> like, I'm not paying money to see this bullshit no more, bro. Are we going because, to C10? <laughs> because I, I know, right? I'm going to fucking go. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, bro. Like, Two years later. Oh, my God, bro. Like, this shit was the worst shit ever, though. Like, I you know what? I, movies, you know what? Bro. I agree with you on certain things. Like, why did they bring back Han? Like, you know what I'm saying? They shouldn't have done. They shouldn't have did that. Apparently, Brian O'Connor, which is a fictional character inside the movie, just like T'Challa is a fictional character inside of Black Panther. I'm sorry, cut you off. Why are we still acting like Brian is alive? Because Brian is alive. Paul Walker is dead, <laughs> which is why I'm talking. Uh, let me get to the point. <laughs> I'm with you. I, let me get to the point. I will let him defend himself. But. Let me get to the point. All right, just like because T'Challa didn't die, but Chadwick Boseman is dead, right? They're going to have to recast him some at some point in time. Wakanda is entirely important to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know what I'm saying? That's only what Captain America's shield is made of. Is the shit that's only found in fucking Wakanda, right? Word. Okay, so it's, it's, let's just say that's very important. Okay, Brian, for example. Like, yes, it's a fictional character. Brian O'Connor is a fictional character, but I feel like his brother, uh, Cody Walker... Looks enough like him that he could he should have been replaced him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If I'm like a movie star and I'm like die, I'm somebody. If I die, like yes, replace me. The story still got to be told. Whatever. Like let's just let's get this out the way. But um no, they shouldn't have they should not have brought um Han back. And uh if it, if this was like a knife movie about street racing, I think it would probably be kind of predictable. Well, but isn't it like? So then, isn't the argument that why are we even making this movie? You could say that too. If it's not like, there's a point where you any show, it, any movie, it's, series, but it's, it's, a, it's a cash grab though. That's it is, and it, that's it, really right. that's the point is because right. they know it's going to make money. Mm -hmm. But this, you've exhausted the natural progression of the storyline. Mm -hmm. So the only there's two options: hang it up, mm -hmm. 
or completely deviate from what you are. Why is a fucking Fiero going into space? Why is this <laughs> you characters that... No, I haven't seen shit. Okay, okay. Dude, you want to know the last Fast and Furious movie I watched? was Probably Tokyo before. Drift. Oh, and I, that was three, right? Uh, yes, yeah, three. and I <laughs> fell asleep in it. And I Why woke up he? and I said, what the hell is what going is on? Right? It's like Matrix 2. I fell asleep in Matrix 2. I woke up in the underground rave scene. And I go, what the fuck? How long have I been asleep in this theater? Listen. It's a totally new movie going on. That's how I feel. I, I will give them this much credit, and this is the only credit I would give this movie. Mm-hmm. They do address certain follies in the movie, like they try to close those loopholes, those plot not holes. that they tried to close the well, sort of. What they did with the with Tyree Roman was Tyree's character. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He points out the fact of how they've been through so much shit. And like nobody's crippled, lost a limb, even filled up for gas, hurt, yeah, like all of that shit. Like yeah. he, like he brings that up in a movie. Like, bro, like we've done all of this, all these things, and I here I am standing alive, and nobody's ever been like really hurt and without a scratch. I like that. And, I like that. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> kind they, of break that fourth wall. Yeah, they bit, they kind of yeah. confront that. You, get, you got to man. After this, yeah. after this long yeah. and all this shit, you got to. Right. Well, you but should. Then, but then they go out of space, and it's like. <laughs> But but I think that's the gag. Like, it's like I feel people, like that's a, I feel like that's like totally gloating. Like <laughs> like ha, we got y'all niggas again. Like, <laughs> what else can we do? Y'all they because they they've been saying that shit probably since five. They was like, what they gonna do next? Go out of space? <sighs> you think? Hey, here's a question. Because it where do you really go from outer space? Think they're gonna time travel? Yeah, exactly they're what they're going to do. They're going to run into the fucking Avengers and they're going to time travel. And they're going to use Paul Walker scenes from Fast and Furious 1 and try to work that in there. That's Listen, right. I love my daughter. I would not be going to that shit if he's got something to do with time travel. <laughs> you know, Boy, I will shoot somebody how, in the head. How the fuck? <laughs> shoot somebody in the how, head. How in the fuck is it nine films? Letty, Dominic, Brian, all these characters, bro. All these years you've known Dominic, you did not know that he had a brother. You but did, they, but they, they you had, did not know he never told you he had a brother but, that but, was a fucking spy. But, <laughs> like what but, the fuck but listen, is that? Listen, they only brought up they brought up his dad only when he died in uh, the first one. He was like, "Yeah, I, I seen my dad racing and he died in a car crash." Yeah, they show all of that in nine. Fine. Uh, uh, okay, okay, but that was like, but they ain't really talk about like what he did. Like he, he, this old this old school nigga probably had a family on the other side of town. He didn't take care of. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Lady been with this nigga through th- thick and thin, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like. He probably didn't know he had. She helping this nigga raise a son who they just left. By the way, in the beginning of the movie, mm. they didn't say where his son went. Like with Brian, <laughs> they, like one minute he fixing on the car with his dad, and then they pull up like we got a mission, and he like all right, and then he leave, and it's like nigga, you just left your whole son toddler at the whatever. Mm, I'm not just even gonna gone. trip about right. that and shit, but. Nigga, you got a whole brother. Nigga got a whole chain just like yours and shit. Hey man, like, all right. You don't bring this up to Letty at least. I, I got. I had. A, I was twenty years old, right? And I found out I had a whole another uh, older sister. She's like older. She's like eleven, about eleven years older than me. So I guess that could that could work. Bro, you found out at twenty. Yeah. His brother was out the track when they daddy died. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I'm giving you the movie. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying alive, like yeah. his brother was there. Like he was with him. Yes. Oh wow. <laughs> like his brother was at the track. They showed a whole scene with the father uh, dying so, and all of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So they, they the fact they didn't bring they waited till eight movies to like bring him up. 
Right. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, I get it. It just so yeah. happened, your brother is fucking John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's nobody because you couldn't see him. Just get the fuck out right, of here. That's why he wasn't there. You couldn't see him. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. All right. So, like, to, uh, this so, is ridiculous, bro. <laughs> to tie all this up, man, I think the, the I don't expect you to the, the defend it, but I'm just saying. No, like, no, no, is, no. You because you got some points. You know, this is saying? fucking crazy. He, he watches movies and he like really critiques the fuck out of because them. it's you a should. lot of bullshit. Yeah, which you should. Which he has a that's a great gift because I just watch the shit and I'd be like, oh, did it? If I like it, I like it. But if not, then I'm like, you should break. You lean into it. But he explains why he doesn't like it. Yeah, because, like for yeah. example, uh, what's that movie you hate? The Golden Lords. Uh, not the Golden Lords. No, the Gordon Lords is part of my childhood, but it was trash too. <laughs> it was trash. That was Meteor Man. That was Meteor Man. Yeah, I'm trash. talking about uh, Superfly. I hated Superfly. He hated trash. Superfly. Now, Superfly is not really the new Superfly, not the old one. The new Superfly was kind of like, eh, I give it like a high six, low seven. He hated it. He was like, that was shit trash. is fucking corny. He's yeah, like, the fucking villains was like dressing all white. You can, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, they <laughs> dealing, they dealing, with, they they in the street. You understand? Selling drugs and shit. Why would you want to cause that much attention to yourself? So I kind of get why he hated. Listen, man, a it bad a, movie is a bad movie. That's okay? true. That's true. Now, granted, some movies are bad, but they're so bad that they're good. Yeah. But when you get a movie that's just downright bad, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, fam. Like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, what are we doing here? Like, this is what we doing? We going out of space in the fucking Pontiac Fiera for real? Like, this is what we doing? <laughs> I got to look that car up. Like, come <laughs> on, fam. Like, what, that, what is we doing, bro? Like, I, I like movies that are out of the box, but my main thing about movies is framing the way that the movie is edited and framed and the, and uh, predictability. Mm. I don't want to predict what the fuck is happening in the movie, bro. Right. If I'm predicting every fucking thing that's happening... Why am I watching? Exactly. Like, or I could have made a movie. nonsense. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. So, like, when I watch movies, bro, I try to find, like... Mostly independent movies, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Or like complex movies. Like Christopher Nolan movies. I yes. like Christopher Nolan movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, Tenet, I just I, seen Tenet. Yeah. Tenet I had to watch twice. Yeah, I, I've got to watch it again. I went to DPS, Detroit Public Schools. I couldn't. <laughs> I was following it. I followed it up into a this certain nigga, dog. I, I followed it up into a certain point and then I was like, what the fuck is happening? I had to watch it the next day. Man. And I'm like, all right, I get it. You I, know no, I mean? still watch Inception. I just don't get it. I'm like, what the fuck is up? I get it. Did he do Memento too? Did Christopher Nolan do Memento? I didn't see I, Memento. I, 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 so I, 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 I see that. Yeah, but he did the Batman movies that right. I, that I like. Yeah, and then he, he did, did Social Network. Inception. He did Social Network. Yeah, he directed. I, Social I didn't know Network. that. I like Social Network. It's great. Uh, yeah, he did most of the movies he make. I tend to watch and like. Uh, like I said, Tenet, I had to watch twice because I got a look and turned around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when they went to do the mission and they had like two different missions going on where one mission was going in reverse and the other one was going in yeah, regular yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I got confused. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Y'all niggas is fucking me up. Like, you know <laughs> this nigga saying? be on, on the greatest dope in the world. He's like, I'm going to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> About one time, one going forward, one going backwards. But it exists at the same time. I'm like, what type but of t- space-time continuum shit is this? But it's original. It's an original idea. Yeah. It's nothing that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. It was very unpredictable. Very, like, very. You, and it, and it looks 
nice. Fuck me up. Like it looked well. It looked it was put together nice. Yeah. I can fuck with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But those movies like that just follow like that's the reason why I didn't like coming to America too. You know what I'm saying? Like I my main thing about coming to America too was the framing, the way that it was put together. It's like certain movies have this certain framework that is is nothing separating it from a different it looks and feels like another movie I seen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that to me takes away from the movie. Like Quentin Tarantino There's no was, originality like to the tone. To the tone of the movie. Like yeah. Quentin Tarantino was making the case about it like uh Bill Murray movies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where like and it fucked me up cuz I actually like Bill Murray. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like who don't like fucking Bill Everyone Murray? Everyone like Bill Murray. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bill Murray, but guy. he made a point to where he was like, "Okay, every Bill Murray movie is Bill Murray being a fucking asshole." In the beginning of the movie, and then something happening, and then he changes to be like a good guy, so to speak. What's Groundhog different? Why, why is Groundhog, Groundhog Day, Day different from Stripes? Scrooge. Stripes, yeah, all of that shit. Yeah, he was like every Bill Murray movie works like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, I hate that you exposed Bill Murray. Like that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and then he countered even it with, Lost in Translation. Right, Same he countered it with Chevy Chase movies, where he was like, well, if you watch a Chevy Chase movie, he's an asshole completely through the movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like. Yeah. Fletch. Or, or yeah. um, Adam Sandler. Right. Okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, okay, damn. But that's what I'm talking about. That Bill Murray, Murray. That's a framework. That's it's it's made like that on purpose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't, it's almost built around him. Right. I can't fuck with that. Like yeah. that shit to me just is it get corny to me. I like to be entertained. Yeah. Right? Once you see it once, cool. Then you see it 50 million times, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't so, get so, so, so the way you sounded like, I found sound like I shouldn't even watch it, but I will watch it just so I can have something to do. You it got, you, you're too you're committed. You're going to watch if it. You I'm going to watch it. If, <laughs> if Trez doesn't see a Fast and Furious movie, I don't know what's... Right. Right. No, no, I'm going to go watch it. You're I'm invested. Just, yeah, yeah, I'm super I'm invested. Yeah. yeah, So I'm like, I'm going to go watch it. And I would give you this much. What's because up? I'm older than you, I would give you the fact of it may be attached to Nostalgia purposes. Yeah, nostalgia purposes. It, it has no nostalgia for me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, and that's what I had to look at my daughter like. I'm like, okay, she's been a kid, like a little kid since these movies been coming out. She's attached to this. She's born in like 2000? 2006. Okay. So she's attached to the storyline, you know what I'm saying, as like nostalgia for her, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like I had to give her that much, but me, I'm not attached to it at all. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm a, because we talked about that and we, me and my girlfriend was going to see that in uh, Black Widow. Oh, uh, shit, they come out. Um, I don't know when it's coming out, but it's like, if it ain't out already, but like, yeah. yeah so, I'm gonna yeah, see it when it comes yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. We, we, I was, you know, me as a Marvel fan, I'm sure you as well. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, I was mad that she, it took this long for her to get a movie. She had to die in fucking, you know, Infinity War. Not Infinity War, but, uh, Endgame to yeah. get a movie. She should have been had a movie, but, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. We're gonna watch it anyway. Who cares? I mean, we're gonna watch all of them because it's part of the Marvel universe. Exactly. Even yeah. even the movies that's not really a part of the Marvel like universe, Venom but attached to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna watch this. Yeah, you're gonna watch. I can't wait to see the new X Men though. I can't even see what they're gonna do with that. I, I don't know nothing about it. Man, yeah. they, they 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 bought X Men. They got Fantastic Four. They gotta just do them. I, I, or Blade. I can't wait to see what they Is do it with under Blade. Marvel or no? It's gonna be. It's all part of MCU now. Oh, so MCU got X Men now? Hmm. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I they got to recast Wolverine. Yeah, they got to man. See, now, now, dude, everybody is like, hey, why would you ever recast Wolverine? Wolverine what Wolverine did, what Hugh Jackman to. did, was beautiful. But they got to. You gonna? Yeah, you gonna have to. Yeah, yeah they're like they gonna have to recast uh, Black Panther. Like they just gotta. He just gonna have some. Whoever, you said Blade. They gonna have to recast Blade. No, they got they got one already. They got Marshall uh, Mar- Marshall Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He um, yeah, he doing that. But he was also cottonmouth and fucking uh, Luke Cage. So. He was. Yeah, but that was a Netflix show, so nobody cares for some. I, I like I like all the Netflix shows. You, I, you fuck with the Marvel shit? I liked it too, but like, not even a little bit. Damn, really? That's, I've seen. I actually I just bringing Jay back up. Jay posted the thing, and I was like, oh, I've seen enough Marvel movies to know that I don't care about Marvel movies. <laughs> it doesn't mean I haven't right. enjoyed them. Uh-huh. It's just I saw Iron Man. I didn't feel the need to see Iron Man 2. I saw Avengers, I saw Age of Ultron, whatever the movie that was after that, I didn't feel the need to see. It it, it, it doesn't hook me where I have to see the next thing. If if you show me it, I lost a bet and had to see Doctor Strange and loved it. Yeah, yeah. that was one of the really, really good ones. That, Thor Ragnarok was good. I saw Ragnarok too and that was good. But I haven't seen them all and I don't care if I do. Nah, I've seen seen them all because I'm a dweeb. I'm a dweeb. That's your thing. Uh, but yeah, so for somebody that's like, because we just we like movies and shit, we you know whatever, yeah. and you know what I'm saying if we were just like, all right, we about to go see a Marvel movie. It's just certain movies that like you don't like you say like you don't really care, but it's just certain movies like if you were going to watch them, I can give you like the movies you need to watch. Sure, to just keep yeah, up with the yeah. timeline. Right, right. But you know you don't really need to see. You can see Thor one. You don't need to see Thor two. Thor Ragnarok was good. Yeah. Um, all the Avengers. I say watch all the Avengers movies. But um, yeah. So that that's what we were talking about. Yeah. We just like because. Black Widow got a movie coming out, so yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's it's a it's it's a strange thing like with movies and television right now. Like even um going back to the Quentin Tarantino um podcast with Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. he was explaining it like right now. He said he feel like we're going through the eighties part two mm-hmm. because in the eighties there was a real like uh I guess more of the 70s movies was like kind of pushing the envelope or pushing the boundaries of like movies and yeah, entertainment yeah. and shit in the 70s yeah and then in the 80s he said it was more of like a censorship going on mm-hmm. i was born in the 80s so i don't really like i've seen a lot of 80s movies but i've never yeah. really noticed whatever you're talking about well i can give a great example of that i don't want to i don't want to cut off your, your I, i'll finish uh, it yeah, 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 back, yeah yeah but yeah just come back to he's, me on that. he's saying that it's a it's we're going through a censorship just like we went through the 80s he said but in the 80s it was more of uh people were censoring themselves as opposed to now in this uh decade that they're being censored in a certain way to where it's not enjoyable so you gotcha go so the, uh there is my all-time favorite book is a book by Brady Sinalis called less than zero and it was turned into a movie in like 1987, 1988 right. with Robert Downey Jr., Andrew McCarthy, James Spader, like good cast. Right. Mm. Aside from the name of the movie and the name of the characters, it is a completely different experience. Right. The book is about, it's this essentially this spoiled rich kid that went to college on the East Coast and now he's back in LA for Christmas. Yeah. And it's just about his life. And they're all rich. They're all doing drugs all the time. Word. They don't give a shit about anything. It's just, <laughs> it's that culture. It's they go to movies and they go to diners and it's just this, there's not really a plot to it. It's just <laughs> these people's lives. Okay. And then this, the movie, cause this was, you know, this is Reagan era. This is 87, 88. Right. The, it, 
hit so hard. It was such a don't do drugs message, which in the book, it was almost an, it was a do drugs message. <laughs> like it was fucking opposite. And all like the characters die because they do too much drugs, which they didn't die in the book. They lived, they went on, they actually turned their lives around. Not, right. not in like a feel good way, but you know I mean? They may, they survived. They did something. Right. There wasn't this moralistic lesson of if you drink, if you do drugs, if you party, if you whore, right. you're going to die. That's that bullshit. That the movie was completely, completely different. And I actually liked the movie for stylistic purposes, the soundtrack, the cinematography. Right. Uh, some of the dialogue is really good. And James Spader is God level as far as acting goes on, in my opinion. But they're not even remotely the same and it was really interesting listening to Brett Easton Ellis talk about that experience because they had him on set you know he was the writer of the book so they wanted him on set to like give his input on things but everything he gave was like this is not how we would act this is not what we would do and like well we understand that and we appreciate it but it it needs to have this message this censored kind of tone of they did all the things in the book that they did in the movie, but in right. the book they're almost celebrated, and in the uh, movie they're demonized. Uh, the characters are demonized. Right. They're, you know what I mean. What's the name like, of this movie? Less than zero. Less than zero. It, yeah, the like I said, the movie. It's a good movie to watch. It's entertaining. Robert Downey Jr. and James Spader. You're not right. going to have a bad, you know, film. <laughs> right. But the book is so totally out. the the main it's the main character Andrew McCarthy from you know, uh, uh, St. Fire and all those. 80s movies he's the main star of this one and he he very early on in the movie it's a perfect example he gets offered he goes to a party he gets offered drugs by rip by james spader and he looks at it and you can tell he's kind of thinking about it he's like no thanks i'm okay i'm good and that's it and he doesn't like you shouldn't sell drugs like he does he's not like that level of in your face moralistically against it but then the rest of the movie is robert downey jr doing drugs and his life is in shambles but andrew mccarthy said no to the drugs and he's the only one keeping it together (laughs) and holding this which is so in the book he's in the book andrew mccarthy character is more fucked up than robert downey jr's character um so they really take it in a whole other direction and why was that it's so crazy to see i like i said i enjoy both of them that's night and day right but completely different completely different see now because my girlfriend ordered me so i'm sure she's seen this movie but Hopefully, like, yeah, yeah. But like, she seems like a, a well cultured woman. Man, it, man, we, <laughs> I like to play this game called uh, "What Were You Doing This Year?" So, oh, <laughs> fuck you. I to, when I used to date the older white woman, I used to play that all the time. I love it. I get a what kick was out, happening in nineteen eighty one? She was a Generation X, bro. Like for real. Like, okay. She was for real older than me. Like. <laughs> So I was like, because my girlfriend is like eight years older than me. So she she'd be like, "What were you doing in 2004?" I was like, "Motherfucker, I was 14. I was <laughs> still in school and shit. Like, what the fuck? you know what I'm saying? I'm just doing my to, taxes, right? <laughs> trying to find out how my penis worked. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I was a kid, but she was like, "Fuck you, Don Trish. You know, <laughs> trying to tell me I'm old. I'm like, look, honey, it's just you know what I'm saying. The older the berry, the sweeter the juice. There you go. The niggas blacker the blacker the berry, sweeter the juice." <laughs> I don't think I don't think it works for older. You ever eat an old moldy strawberry? That juice is not sweet. I gotta go. I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is Troy saying about I gotta go. I, I quit. I quit. <laughs>
Oh god, y'all out of control. Oh, fuck no. oh yeah. So if I'm... the name of this episode isn't the older the berry, the sweeter the juice. Oh, I don't... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Leave my number and call me a bitch. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> Just, yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, I like to play those games. You know what I'm saying? It's like she uh, she's like, you never fuck with the John Hughes films, and I was like, no. I was just. Oh, like, like uh, what was the one? I, the, Breakfast Club. I've seen, that's Club, the only thing I've uh, seen. Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. I yeah. that movie. That movie's up there. What's the movie with uh John Candy? Is it John Candy? Uh, Uncle Buck. Shit, it's with Steve Martin and uh, he's like, oh, playing trains, automobiles. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah so I seen that. That's yeah, right. yeah, that was yeah, that was John Hughes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she gave me this whole uh, DVD with like the fucking like because we was at Walmart and she was like, John Hughes films isn't films. Oh, it's like like the four pack kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Like this thing you need to see. I was like, all right, whatever. I only know Pretty and Pink because when I was a kid, my aunt used to watch that shit religiously. Yeah, she was in high school at time. It's that age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is, Andrew like, McCarthy and James Spader are both in Pretty and Pink. Straight to oh, tight. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a lot. And of, they were there's a lot of interlap yeah. with all those movies and those actors. Right. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, that yeah. was all that '80s shit then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that uh, happened. That didn't that happen to Robert Downey Jr. in real life? And niggas like, on oh, he her? got way fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why people were like, was it an incredible performance, or did they put Robert Downey Jr. in right. front of the camera and say, go? <laughs> like, did he have a script? Or not, like. right? He might have like, just where's my script? That he's like, you don't need one. Yeah, he has to this day. I use it all the time. He has a real bad. He more or less overdoses, and they can't take him anywhere. So they're just getting him through the night. He's puking. He feels awful. He's sweating. He looks like shit. And the next day, the girl comes and checks on him, and she goes, "How are you feeling?" And he goes, "My head feels like a frozen pineapple." And that hit me on such a level where that makes no sense, but it makes perfect but sense. You know what he's talking about? Yeah. Yes, I, I go. I have broken up. My head has yeah. felt like a pro- frozen pineapple. Yeah. Describe it. I can't, but you'll know it when you feel it. Right. Like you yep. feel a frozen pineapple. Like, does this feel good to you? It does <laughs> not feel good. It's spiky and it's hard. It's and it like, right. It's like no, you don't want that. You no. know what I'm saying? At all. So yeah. yeah. Another movie I haven't seen was uh, Basketball Diaries. And I'm, a, oh. I'm a big Leo fan, so it's just the fact Talk that I about it. dude. I'll lend you the book. I have the book. Oh, it's really? short. It's fucking short because it's a dude's real diary. Yeah, it's that yeah. guy's real diary. Oh, yeah, it's based on. Have you seen it with Leo? I've seen it, but I, I when I tell you, I was probably like twelve or something. I what seen the it. Fuck, are you watching Basketball Diaries at twelve? <laughs> Hey, we black. We just they just put us in front of the TV. Long as we sit I've been watching movies for a very long time. Like you know, I was exploring shit. But yeah. I know that I've seen it. Okay. It's just been years since I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. they do actually. They do a good job because that that's a '90s movie. You talk about the difference between like the '80s censorship yeah. and the '70s exploring. I feel like '90s for movies was big on like indie films yeah. exploring genres and themes. That's 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 exactly what Quentin Tarantino said. Yes. He said it was like kind of like almost similar to the '70s again. Like, Totally, yeah. totally. It had that resurgence. It almost goes every ten years. It seems like they push the envelope, then they back up, and they right. push and they back up. Basketball Diaries did a great job, though. I thought mm. they stuck true to it. The book is they they skim a few of like the more fucked up. Like you have not heard the most fucked up shit uh, from Basketball Diaries. You got to mm. read the book uh, yeah. to mm. like get a full idea of it. Mm. But it's fucking awesome. It's so good. Mm. It's cool. It gets you. I'm gonna throw it on my list because I got a list of like throwback movies that I'm I need to watch. Yeah, I usually don't watch movies twice, but 
I know oh, that I really? haven't. No, I don't. But I, I, I know that I haven't seen that in so long yeah. that once I start watching, I probably start remembering pieces of it. Or, or so, because it, another thing that I will do, I will do this though. If I haven't seen something in like more than like twenty years, I can't really remember it that great. And plus, I was a kid then. Sure, sure. I go watch it with a different understanding. You know, totally, so yeah. I, that's what I'm gonna probably do with that movie. Yeah, you know check it out yeah. again. It's worth checking out again. And as yeah. I said, the book is awesome. Yes, it's. Yeah, I just I just looked at it. I was like, that's a Leo movie I haven't seen. I was like, I gotta go check this out. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Basketball Diaries is great. You seen kids? Yeah, I've seen kids. Okay. I've seen it once. I said, if you ain't seen kids, man, that's blasphemy, bro. Like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to damage. <laughs> Shit me off to the shadow realm. Like, oh, nigga, you ain't seen kids? <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here. Gone. For sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's a must. That's a must see right there, man. Hell no. About shit me off in outer space like a Superman movie and shit. Just, yeah. like, fuck this man. <laughs> that's real. Um, yeah. You got a throwback, not so throwback? Uh, no, I'm not going to lie to you, you know. Oh, I got one. Uh, Detroit's own Big Shine. He does. Okay. It's ten years for his uh, debut album, Finally Famous. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So Big he, Sean, yeah, yeah, he dropped a. Uh, 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 he he remastered it and uh, dropped it again. And he had like a few more songs that's on there. You heard the bonus joint, the freshman ten. Uh, freshman ten, that was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was yeah. good. Yeah, it was, I loved it, man. That was, Nipsey was a part of that too, so which was dope. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so just that's just something. I remember I kind of have that physical copy as well, so I was just like, well, you know, I remember where I was at when I listened to it when I first bought it, and I was like, yeah, it's nostalgia purposes. All right. You, you definitely evolved as an, an artist. Like when you listen to Detroit Two and listen to that, you're like, "Whoa, this shit is different." Mm, yeah, like, he like, came a long fucking way. Yeah, long fucking way. And I like artists that's like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got people that stay the same, but then you got people that's just like, "Oh, like I see the growth in what they were doing and stuff like that." So, like, uh, for example, um, we could just go just for Michael Jackson, for example, like from off the wall to like bad, like oh, night and day, night, yeah, literally, because he yeah. was dark on. <laughs> He was light on us. <laughs> I wasn't going for that, but that's perfect. Hey, the mind is always working. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga. Somebody get this nigga out of here. <laughs> My bad. I, hey. the elephant in the room, man. Right. I had to address it, man. <laughs> hey, why not? Why not? <laughs> you, you, this is safe space. Uh. But yeah, so this is like you see uh, artists like that that do the, like those type of things and shit. I was like, yeah. I, not well, that's how, I mean, that's how you stay relevant. Yeah, yeah it's true. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? You hear Jay-Z using, um, remember that uh, Vine? It was like, damn, Daniel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Back yeah. at it again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was, uh, Jay-Z wrote in a rhyme. He was like, damn, Daniel. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like. The all-white vans. FBI yeah. keeps sending the all-white vans. Oh, I was like, ooh. I like it. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was hurt. I was like, ooh. I was like, that's how you stay relevant. That's how you, like, but then that's how you turn it into what you're Yeah, exactly. About. I like that. Yeah, and I love it. I you love it. it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Big Shine and shit. You know what I'm saying? Detroit's own. Finally famous. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, that's my uh, throwback for the. Nice. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, you've been listening to some uh, different music, man. You told you, yes, sir. So, all right. So, I've been. It's been about a year now, and I'm obsessed with this genre of music that's called synthwave. Okay. And it's under a. It's it's like if you look up synthwave, you're probably not gonna like in like Apple Music. You're not gonna find it. It's right. just kind of under the umbrella of electronic. Okay. But the way I describe it is to me, it's what electronic music 
if it was produced in the 80s would sound like if they had the technology that we have now. It was beautiful. It's got, it's a lot of nostalgia. It plays on that, like, if you think of movies like uh, Terminator or Blade Runner or Tron, that very, like, synthy kind of computer sort of sounding. Like, like New Wave almost? Like, like New Wave, but New Wave almost has more, New Wave is more, um, uh, like there's, it's more vocally focused. It's more sure. of a de- like this is very much more of a vibe than necessarily like oh, okay. a song. It's it's almost background music. Okay, you know right. what I mean. Just, oh, just oh, set in the scene. Um, it's you're the way I the way I describe synthwave music is it's two in the morning. You're driving down the Miami Strip and all those neon lights are lit up and you're cruising and there's women in bikinis and there's people going to clubs and you're just fucking blasting through all of it. Like, like that, already. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. And I fucking love Miami. So that's what I'm saying. It's, it is, like I said, it's, is there cocaine involved? There is a lot of cocaine oh, involved. Oh shit. There's a lot. Love that snort, uh, baby. <laughs> and there is, and most of my favorite stuff that they do on there is the vocal type of music. There's bands like the Midnight and Gunship and Ollie Ride, who almost or uh, Michael Oakley, almost all of their stuff has vocal tracks to it. Are you okay? I'm gonna cut you off. Are those all synthwave artists? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and there's a like anything. There's a million. Um, like there's dark wave and there's office wave and there's all these other like offshoots of it but right. synth wave is kind of like the big umbrella oh and it's crazy it, on youtube oh dude it's I'll, I'll give you a whole list i've got yeah, you gave me a list of things i was like i like this I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I love so synth. synth is like one of my favorites man that's why i'm like big on 80s music it's like real synth heavy very you know yeah you would yeah. this would be right up your alley then oh yeah uh they do great mitch murder is another one that does really good stuff mostly instrumental but uh it's it's just a vibe and I don't know what it is because I've always I mean since I got I got into music very very young I went to my first concert when I was six years old Damn. like yeah and it's and I've been going ever since I right. I rough estimated it I've been to probably about 300 shows in my life and most and most of them were before the age of 20 like Jeez. so like that was my upbringing and I right. was always lyrics 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 right. I was in high school and I was listening to Bob Dylan not because of his fucking voice or because of the music there is no it's the lyrics and right. I've been so that's been like my focus almost my whole music listening experience is I care more about what you're saying than how it sounds and this is not at all like that this right. is all like I said it's a vibe it's all it's music forward it's music heavy right. it's very driven and it's got that nostalgic kind of vibe to it um, but it just it hits me in a different way and it's like you can you can drive at night to it you can work out to it right. you can sleep to it like you can put it on and just zone it's out it's like all purpose it's all purpose it's, music it's like minimal if, as if uh, or if any uh, vocals yeah so okay. I okay so like my favorite synthwave album if I were to endorse one it would be Atlas by FM84 I think there's maybe between 10 and 12 tracks on there maybe three have vocals maybe three and they're awesome it's uh, um, don't want to change your mind running in the night and let's talk Uh, and those are the three vocal tracks and those are my favorite three tracks on the album but I won't skip any song on that album because you just kind of go yes that's it Uh, 
and that's my jam. Like, running in the night is like yeah, yeah, the that's the song I, right uh, you showed me. I like yeah, I sent you that link. Could it be like yeah. uh, like Daft Punk without the vocals almost? A little bit, but they play more. But Daft Punk is a little bit more funkier. Though. Yes, yeah, yeah. they play more. It's there's definitely there's definitely a bigger emphasis on the melody than on the beat or the bass line. Like Daft Punk really, yeah. you know, emphasizes you know the beat. Uh, I feel like they're much more about the melody. It's it's much more um, uh, treble heavy okay. than bass heavy. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's it, like the the best way I describe it is is if you could go back to like those club scenes from the eighties. But they had the technology to do so much more. Oh, like said, we, I, was, I was sold from eighties. Like, yeah, <laughs> like the, the yeah. cocaine was pure. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's that, a that, that summer. Of, yeah. So I'll, I'll throw I'll throw two songs out there just to give that vibe to it. Uh, Running in the night, mm-hmm. big on by FM eighty four, and then Summer of Heat, which is a stupid ass title, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Summer of Heat by Mitch Murder would be probably the two songs I would say if you want to check out what that genre is about. Sure. That's kind of where you'd start, and there's a whole fucking rabbit hole you can go down from there. Man, that's what's up, bro. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. You know what I think you'll fuck with though? Hmm. You you can fuck with no no hip hop shit lately. A little, but nothing really modern. Nothing crazy. Yeah. You probably fuck with Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> You'll fuck, the phone out. you'll fuck with Griselda because they like <clears throat> heavy, like it's like they beats are like like beautiful. It's abstract like rap beats. Okay. And they're like deep, 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 deep into the wrestling world. No shit. Yeah, like Hell yeah. Yeah, like like a lot they of they not a, heard of this. a lot of their references and like skits on their albums is like old promos and shit. Like oh, yeah, I man, it's it beautiful. Already. Yeah, it's it's deep on the wrestling shit. Yeah, bro. like uh, the yeah. artists there are um well it's it's a girl there. Her name's Armani Caesar. So I don't think she get into the like the wrestling shit, but it's West Side Gun. Yeah, West Side Gun for Conway sure. Conway the Machine and uh, Benny the Butcher, and it's a rapper that's he not those uh, sound like wrestling names. Check no. out, check out. I would say check out uh. Check out a uh, Raw's Fly Guy. That's like that's my personal favorite. Raw's okay. Fly Guy is like my personal fucking favorite West Side Gun joint. And then uh, I would say other than that, he got an album called Fly Guy just by itself. Okay, those two are like some of the best right there. He got a lot of shit though, cause it's he got a whole mixtape series called Hitler with Hermes Hermes. That's like a whole like mixtape series. He got like what eight of them now. It will be eight. It will I'm be. Sure. He going on eight of them now. So he got a lot of shit. But to me, those are like the two standouts. Those two and like the first like Hitler wears Hermes. But yeah, like Raw is Fly God is like my favorite shit of all time. Man, my like, fucking favorite wrestling bars in there is like it's not even from West Side Gun and but it's from a. Uh, uh, stove cook gods. I think. If I'm oh, saying stove guy cook. Stove guy yeah, cook. Man, he nice. <laughs> he, he said he's like he's like dope fiends. Iron arms tied up like the ultimate warrior. warrior. Yes. Like, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. I was like, so man, if, if you're in the mood for like like the, like how you say you emphasis on lyrics and shit. Yeah. I know you fuck with lyrics because you fuck with Lupe. So oh, for sure. Yeah, you'll fuck you'll fuck with this shit, bro. Plus, yeah. like like I said, the music itself is like abstract like, rap. Like, shit. like it's the beat they yeah. they sample they songs, but it's 
just like they they fucking um like the beat is just like some shit like oh my god it's, it's it sounds different. so like distorted and it's like like how grunge is like grunge sure. is distorted but sure. it like sounds good that's how this is yeah, that like, sounds right up my alley and, then, yeah. uh, and like I said the wrestling shit like like I'm not like a super wrestling fan but I understand the appeal of it yeah and so they use a lot of that shit through their albums and I'm like <laughs> I oh, love this it is, I'm like this is sweet well like, I think like all the Ric Flair promos dude and shit, I like, yeah yeah Ric Flair is more <laughs> yeah. popular now than he ever was and it's because of hip hop not yeah. there you go yeah that's, that's, that's a beautiful real. thing that's a beautiful it's one I love it I yeah. love it like you get so, so many like Shawn Michael bars like you know trying to kick it like Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. or whatever you know what I'm saying um they, uh West Side Gun he was like I, I hit the brick with a pedigree I don't know what that means but yeah. that sounds nice yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I was like that's beautiful you know what yeah. I love it man oh I love it yeah, so it's, yeah, a, it's like it's I pops a, up like the Undertaker I'm yeah, like yeah. Mm. it's a, like I said yeah. it's a mix of like street shit and then wrestling yeah. and all that shit so like, yeah Lupe has a great great uh wrestling reference in one of his songs it's uh it's off of lasers the specific song i'm having trouble memorizing but uh it's i got the game in the clutch like iron Sheik because iron mm. Sheik used to do the camel clutch <laughs> yeah so i got the game in the clutch like iron Sheik. Wow. oh while he another one too uh while he um he got a song called uh oh, well while they deep into the wrestling while he yeah. he does he did Big E's entrance music. Mm. Like Big E's a wrestler oh, right now. Yeah. And Wale did his music. Yeah. yeah like, I know him, Wale, West Side Gun, Smoke Dizza, like they yeah. all deep into Wale that. Mania. Yeah. It's a whole it's Yeah, a, it's we got Wale thing. Mania. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing <laughs> they do. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I love it, man. I love yeah. the fact because like, you know what I'm saying? We rap heads too, but you know what I'm saying? But like we also like wrestling, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like we just sat here and talked about wrestling for hours. I was just like that that crossover It's is, a beautiful crossover. It, and it's way bigger than people realize. It really is because now we're not just doing basketball no more. Like, right. okay, now we get into the wrestling shit. Like, yeah, then, yeah. like, oh yeah, like there may be some like little closet fans. There may be like a new that just be like, oh, I'm too hardcore. But like, nigga, you you watch Triple H? Like, yeah, nigga, yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I like Triple H. Like, yeah, yeah, all right then. <laughs> Stop playing. Yeah. yeah, and it's fucking, it's drama. It's over the top storytelling. It's larger than life personalities. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what about that? Isn't hip hop? Right. You right. know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's the same fucking thing. It's the yeah. same attitude. It's the uh, same. Vibe. Yeah. It's just you know, re- unfortunately, wrestling gets this stereotype of like country bumpkin redneck that's into it, mm. and it's like people don't you know, realize. So, like, it's a lot of hood motherfuckers that's in the. It's wrestling. so right. much we, more. We all was wrestling in the living room and, and shit. Everyone was. Oh, oh my, my god. Bone wrestling, yeah. bro. Oh yeah, you I gave my it. cousin <laughs> an elbow drop off the couch. my brother scissors kicked me in the head. Like so, one of his legs hit the back of my head. His other leg hit me in the fucking frontal lobe. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was on the floor like knock yourself. Out, like man. I deserve this. Like, catching brain damage. For exactly. The <laughs> I remember my uh, brother was chasing me down the hall. I stopped and like kicked him right in the fucking face. Like God, just, yes. <laughs> shit was great. We had a trampoline too. Like so, we was like doing a lot of wrestling shit. Over my there. parents would never get me a trampoline because they knew they go, "You don't want to jump in that shit. You want to suplex." <laughs> exactly. Your that's, off of that's, it. that's what we did. We like swanton bombed on each other, frog splashes. Like, yes, <laughs> shit was great. We would pick our wrestlers. Like, all right, I'm RVD. Like, yep. I'm, I'm Chris Benoit. Absolutely, you know, that's what we did. You know, what I'm saying that was the, it was like choreographed. So like me and my brother, we would never hurt each other. But like right. people would come in and like try to like kids on the street, like oh we can wrestle with y'all. Like no, because y'all hurt. No, because you're gonna try to right. You're gonna try to fucking you know jack me and you know split like, me in the throat. It, with exactly. You like you gonna try to fucking walls of Jericho for real. Like, <laughs> right. Like, what happened to your C two and your C three? Gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> ruptured. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, like take a power bomb off the yeah. uh, trampoline. Yeah, somebody that tried to some, that. Somebody power bomb me on the trampoline. My fat ass cousin. Up. Yes, I, every time I walk, my fucking back hurt. It was just like, bro, you hurt me. Like you supposed to power bomb people on their back. Even as like a well, how old was I? Like 14. Even then, I knew that like. It was choreographed. It was yeah. staged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just like, come on, bro. Like these wrestlers got to wrestle the next safe, night. Safety measures that they very precise with the way that they. Oh, absolutely. Execute. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, even when my brother like would jump up and like do, like deliver a crossbody to me, I would make sure I catch him. So I right. So you yeah. don't you embrace bounce off the yeah. trampoline and fall on the fucking ground. <laughs> yeah. Like like tombstones. Like if you tombstone somebody in fucking real life, bro. They you, die. Yeah, yeah you, that's their head, they spine. Yeah. You will fuck. They'll have brain damage for real, for real. Like. And we, that's we, yeah, what's so yeah. interesting because I was there's a a great uh, podcaster named Sam Roberts who mm-hmm. is like the to me he's the authority on wrestling. But he's talking about what's interesting about wrestling because everyone's like, you know, it's fake, right? And I'm like, yeah, of course we know it's fake. But like to your point, even as kids, it's very interesting because like when you play wrestle when you're a kid and you play wrestle there's something in you that inherently knows i'm not trying to actually hurt you and it's so weird because it's even before as a kid you realize that wrestling is a work and it's quote unquote fake Mm -hmm. like as you're doing it as you're recreating it in your backyard you have this inherent knowledge that i'm not trying to actually Fight you, right? Yeah. That this is I'm protecting you, and it was the same way. Do you know how many super kicks I've given my friends? <laughs> you don't actually try to hit them in the jaw and right. knock their face off. You, you stop right, right before you just make a little bit of contact on the chest. You're right. not trying to hurt them, and they sell it. They fly right. back. You, you know, it's an act. You sell it. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, and there's something inherent in you that so knows that. As you that. a kid, you you pick up on the kayfabe. Like you do. Yeah. That's, you that's absolutely. Even though you don't realize. It, right, right. you're picking up on it a hundred percent. That's yeah. interesting. It's, very, it's the same way like when you play superheroes in the yard. I'm not trying right. to blow you away with a phaser gun. I'm going pew pew and you're right. going ah and that's the end of it. It's it's weird how we inherently know that mm-hmm. and that's that suspension of disbelief that right. you get from going to the movies and from seeing wrestling or any any theater at all. Right. It's right. the suspension of disbelief that you allow yourself to have. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that we understand it on such a basic biological level right. that before I even understood like I thought wrestling was real when I was eight years old I was also I was also tombstoning my friends at eight years old but I wasn't trying to put them in the ground the way I thought Undertaker was putting right, them in the right. ground because part of me knows that on a basic level you know, to this day I wish that I, I ruined wrestling for my daughter I wish I wouldn't have did that you ruined it? I think I ruined it. Oh, gee, you, you pulled it was, back the curtain? It was a couple of years. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. It was like a couple of years ago. And out of nowhere, like my daughter don't watch like sports and nothing like that. Yeah. Out of nowhere, my daughter starts talking about wrestling, like these girl wrestlers. Yeah. You know Which she, is the female division is doing yeah, great. She started talking about these wrestlers and shit like that. And my dumb ass, for some reason, out of, I don't know, for some reason, I just was like, you know that shit ain't real, right? Like I just did that. And she just crushed her. She never mentioned wrestling again. Yeah. Like, never ever meant. Like she was like, for real, it's fake. I'm like, yeah, it's fake. Like can't just be going like suplexing people and shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They would die because I pride myself on always trying to keep it straight up with them. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But I realized like she was actually into something, and I think I like robbed her of that. Kind like, of that, ruined, yeah. crushed yeah. that joy. And she was like, but it, I don't know because in a way it's like you're gonna find out that like. 
it's not really real for real. Like sure, that. sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's real, but it's not, yeah. you know, it's not like watching a boxing, you know, fight. Right. So it's like, right. she's going to find out. So I, I don't know. I just, I just said that. And then like, I realized like she never mentioned it again. Like she don't fuck with it at all. Yeah. Like, you like, might have. I fucked up something. No, no, no. <laughs> like you look at Lita, she did that suicide dive through the fucking um, ropes and almost broke her goddamn back. Right. Yeah. I was like, whoo, shit. I was like, you know what I'm saying? That, that shit is... When Jeff Hardy fly off them ladders and Matt Hardy fly off them ladders, that shit. Oh, real. there's nothing fake about that. Like yeah. it's, you, you will they, fuck yourself up. Yeah. Real, yeah. yeah, there's uh, do you if because you were watching at that time? Do you remember a guy named El Snow? He had head. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had head. head. What does everyone want? <laughs> head. Yeah, it was a mannequin head, but we know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, he has a he had a great it's a great series on YouTube where he's talking to these. Uh, you know, want to be pro wrestlers, and you right. know, in like a school, and he's explaining the psychology of it and why you do the things that you do, and so and he goes, the realest thing that you can do in wrestling is the back body drop, where the guy comes at you, you flip them over your head, they land on their back. There's nothing fake about that. There's right. no way, you know, what I mean, that dude is literally that far far up in the air, he falls that far yeah, on the ground. Right, right. And it and the back body drop is just I mean it's just the thing that happens. That's really the fakest thing in pro wrestling for all the crazy gimmicks, all that shit. The fakest thing in pro wrestling is the punch, because every oh, yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's fake. Every single on one the of us, right? <laughs> yeah. Every single one of us, more after a certain age, you can assume most yeah. people have been punched in the face at least once in their life for yeah. real. If I were to stand, if I were to tower over you, you're in the corner, I mount you and just start beating you in the head 10 times, one, two, three, four, (laughs) the way everyone counts around, that you would be in the hospital in five (laughs) minutes. But they come out of it like it's nothing. And then so it's so crazy. The realest thing that you do is like this wrestling move and the fakest thing that you can do right. is something that something in, simple. that is something simple yeah. that in real life would actually really mess you up right. that's why he hates the punch right. he goes I don't punch anybody in a wrestling match because because right. you know I none of us know what a back body drop feels like Hell all of no. us know what right all of us know what a punch feels like yeah. sure so it's, and if you're putting on this act like you said explain to your daughter you wouldn't yeah. you couldn't do that in real life and then jump up from that of course it's fake look at right, it right. but it's again it's going back to that suspension and disbelief because you have right. to because right. otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you th- see the first punch thrown and you go that's fake as bull you know right. oh, yeah. it's crazy I'm like, yeah, what type of shit is that yeah. like when you do that shit for real like you know what I'm saying like I said like I almost uh became paralyzed from a fucked up power bomb and shit it happens man but like that shit happened in real life like d'lo brown he dropped somebody on their fucking head draws mm. draws yeah draws he dropped him on his o- head and owen hart o- owen hart broke stone cold steve austin's neck for real P- uh uh pile driver and mm. you can see it you can see uh, that your head is not supposed to be below that guy's legs right. and you can see when he's coming down you can see that bald dome under Owen's legs, and, then, and you know he is driving him directly into the ground. Oh you're supposed God. to use your thighs to protect their head, yeah. and you know that's your thighs that are in your tailbone that's taking all the impact. Right. They're not supposed to feel nothing, but just that little much, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, it's it's fake, and they go out and they try to protect each other, and, and it's fake in that regard. Mm. But I mean, dangers are fucking real, yeah. and like, it's crazy. CM Punk say he like because uh, you know what I'm saying depending on who you're working with, you know what yeah. I'm saying. So CM Punk say he can go and put on his gear go in the ring with Ray Mysterio not say a word yep and the chemistry is like that good yeah I was like yeah so that's very important yeah so uh, to jump back into some weird music that I've been listening to you've heard uh, 
J Electronica's uh, debut album, right? I've heard everything J Electronica has done. All right, so you remember this uh, song there? This, this song? It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, this uh the the lyrics on that song is so fucking deep, bro. It's very deep. Yeah. But he sampled it from uh or got this beat from a, a Houston group called Carubin. Okay. Yeah, so this like this this all this all the song is is like an instrumental for like four minutes. And I like that song though. But um and I told him about it, so like that's some of the um that's some of the music I've been listening to. No, because Jay Electronica is like in my top like. People people argue about it like you know it, you know he took forever to drop an album. Artists are weird. He dropped one with uh yeah with Jay Z. I always say artists are weird, bro. I, I don't care. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He has enough material for a bunch of albums, but mm-hmm. I love that nigga's music, bro. Like he's a really big inspiration for real. Like, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's that was my uh, quick little thing. You for know what sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, shit. I mean, shit. I'm tapped. We got like three hours on the beat. Yeah, man. Sweet. It's been a good one. Yeah, it really has, man. I, uh, didn't it didn't mess up, man. Last time it messed up, we were all together. I know. We yeah. recorded for like three <laughs> we hours so and we much. got like forty minutes. We got so <laughs> much shit. Like this motherfucker. We were drinking like uh dark and white. This nigga drank both of them. I was like, <laughs> that's the you know the life of an editor, man. We because he edited his own projects and shit too. So it's just she like weird. Yeah, yeah. You did. I was like, why are you drinking that white and that? dark like this i'm like it's not that serious it, it, <laughs> and even to, to uh test to his credit is just like uh you know we can i still listen to that episode because like the uh you know the last of the ending of it was like hilarious as hell and it, oh yeah it, it didn't even seem like it was it messened up you know what I'm saying? Happen, so, yeah. no it was smooth i yeah i've obviously i mean i this might sound narcissistic but i listen to my own shit all the time I, yeah. i'm not one of those you know a lot of people are like oh, I, I can't watch myself act oh, no, or you, i can't no, listen yeah, to that. No, you gotta you gotta listen to yourself you gotta man. listen to yourself I you know it sounds good i don't listen to our podcast every right. every so often like uh I listen to it, or I start to listen to it, mm-hmm. and then I just turn it off. Like, really? Man, I uh, not listen to it. You're an ill nigga, man. In the beginning, I listened to it a lot. In the beginning, when was we it first like started. to like to critique? Like, yeah, like, yeah. That's exactly why. Yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah he he come to the table with a lot of like, oh man, we should do this, we should do that. I'm like, yeah, I kind of feel that too. So yeah. it's just. It's never nothing like motherfucker. I'm gonna flip this table over. That's the end of the podcast. Man. Last time I listened to like four episodes was when we had Lady Low on the episode. Oh, okay, those was like kind of the last times I was listening to like four episodes, and I was trying to. The reason I was listening to is because I was trying to like understand like what the chemistry was gonna be like between the three of us because me and you had already. Figured out, yeah, yeah, like our little podcast thing and shit. So after, like I said, once we established that, I stopped listening to us. When we got her in, then I started listening again, just trying to see, like, all right, you know, what's what's really good or whatever. But yeah, I don't, I don't really listen to them. Yeah, I listen to myself to critique myself. I'm like, man, what, like, what can I do different? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't like yeah. the way this sound or how, I, you know, what I'm saying I hate hearing my own voice. So it's just. But other than that, it's just like you know, I went to I went back to like an older episode, and you said something, and I replied to it while I was driving. But then my reply, my reply matched the the um, episode. I was like, oh, I was like, duh, because I said it. But I was like, you know, what I'm saying I just I go back for those nostalgia uh, purposes or whatever. So right. like the ones where we like I know where we were cracking up at. Like you ain't seeing a crazy. dick like this since '88, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cracking a fuck up, yes, man. Squared, yeah. Right, bitch. I do, I do, I do. I take that back. I do listen to the beginnings mm-hmm. because uh, you do the intros. 
So I don't know what the intro is going to be like. Mm. So I listen to the intro. Then when we, when we get into the talking, that's when I just kind of. When like, your memory kicks in, okay. This yeah, is like I fade yeah. it out after yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, wait, I wait a while. So like we'll post this like what, uh, Thursday. Then I'll just wait till like Monday and then listen to it. Fresh sure. ears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't go back. I won't listen to my super early stuff because it's like, but once I, around I'd say probably around like the 10th or 11th episode. I feel like I really started to like find my groove and find my voice. I'll go back and I'll listen to those. The early ones though, make me cringe. And like, because all I do is I'm like there, I would have done everything differently. Like there's so much. And I had, I used to have every word scripted out. Like I would like it because I'm more of a writer than anything. So I'm like, write it, write every single thing you want to say. Otherwise you're going to forget to say it and you're going to be kicking yourself later. But then I listened to it. And it sounds like I'm reading off of a paper. And now let's go to the next line. And now let's do this. And I'm like, that is so not fun to listen to. Because I'm losing my personality. Because I'm so concerned about hitting every single point that I want to hit. And once I really get into it and start getting comfortable in my own skin, then I'm like, I can just let it go. And I can talk. And I'll go back and listen to those episodes and still with, you know, a critical mind and right. trying to like, what do I like about it? What don't I like about it? Let's change it. But the early ones I can't even listen to can't anymore. It, yeah. it, it yeah. seems like it's not even me. You know, <laughs> like I mean? my first, the first 10 we did, I was like, I was like breathing all in the microphone. And shit. I was like, I was like, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> right, motherfucker. Detroit. <sighs> State of mind. Uh, <laughs> slow jams. <laughs> it, 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 93.9. It wasn't that dramatic. It was, it was it was more it wasn't of, that dramatic. It was, it was it was more of this. It was more of like when he's not talking. Right. You so can, you just, can hear him breathing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You can just hear him just casually breathing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it weird. A lot of that I feel like a lot of that had to do with the editing too. You know what I'm saying? Because I had to learn how to edit. A, I never edited a podcast. I edited music before. When so. you edit the podcast, because I this was another thing. I I used to go through and I would take out every I would take out every um and I would take out every time I breathed in, especially because yeah. when it's just me, yeah. I hear that and I need to take it out. And I right. would go through, but it's so painstaking because it's every five seconds that you go through and you got to do yeah, that. Do was, you get that oh, like specific with your editing? Not or? At all, no, I'll leave all that shit in. I, well, well, the best thing you can do is get better at it. Like one thing I learned from recording music is like once you... um how you initially record whatever you're doing, the quality of that, so much depends on the quality of your initial recording. You know what I'm saying? And then everything that you do for us, like mixing and mastering, or in this case, editing, is is extra. You know what I'm saying? To, to you need that to base. Yeah. So what I learned is, and um, and he and him too. We listened to our early podcast and we noticed a lot of the ums and a lot of the pauses, how we was talking and shit. And just we just made those corrections in real time. Okay. Therefore, we don't have to worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, and I like to keep the shit raw kind of too. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just to make it, you know, seem like it's just niggas like talking and shit. And shit yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? My thing, my thing when it comes to editing is more a sound quality. Okay. Making sure that it's loud enough. Yeah. Making sure uh, the vocals are crispy enough. Uh, background noise is a big thing. You know, yeah. Some we in the basement, so like in the winter months when we in here, the furnace goes on. Comes okay. On. You can hear that shit. You know what so I'm saying? Just taking that out. Yeah. So I try to eliminate the background noise if I can, if it's any, if if it's really loud. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
Or uh, when we used to be upstairs, it'd be hot up there. He'd have a fan going. You can hear the fan in the background. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. shit that most people don't notice, but I notice it by hearing it. So it's like, all right, background noise, making sure the vocals are nice and crispy. Yeah. And a, a, a slight bit of compression just to yeah. make sure that everything is leveled out, you know, as far as the highs and the lows or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then uh, volume. Uh, I use a limiter to bring the volume up, but just so you don't, so the volume don't peak out. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big thing. Uh, yeah. I got a lot faster with it. You know sure, sure. But it took me a while to kind what do you, of... What software do you use? We've been using Adobe since the beginning. Okay. That's only because I'm like proficient at it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm on Audacity and I haven't... Like people have told me like, it, like Audacity is fine for what it is, but yeah. if you want better do this but i've gotten so comfortable with the settings and all that stuff that i just stick with it i don't think it really matter what doll you use really i yeah. think i think what i think what it what we would really come down to is the the plugins that's on there or the effects you know what i'm saying that's what it really come down to yeah right. yeah yeah it really come down to like what effects are available for you to use so you can manipulate your audio right but as far as like microphones recording and shit like you can use any fucking thing to record yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. And then manipulate it afterwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you got audacity, I mean I'm pretty sure like they probably got like a standard set of effects that you could Oh, for uh, sure. Uh, yeah. They've they've got all the effects. I've toyed with them a little bit. Not again, but it, it, again it's not like I don't know if I, just, I need to be more serious about it. Like I don't know what it is because like my consist- can you get can you get any more serious, man? It, I, but I, I, but listen, I can. I've listened to your podcast, bro. Like you don't sound like that or nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, as yeah. As long as it, my like my biggest thing about podcasts is uh, volume level. Yeah. A lot of I hate turning on the podcast and it's so low. Like you can barely you gotta crank it up. Yeah. yeah, like that's my I, biggest thing. I heard, I heard um, yeah. some people like have that problem and they've been they well they famous and got great numbers on their podcast yeah. and Instagram. And I was like, this episode sounds horrible. Right. Sounds terrible. Shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you Doesn't it piss you off? off. Yeah. It does. You're like, like, my shit sounds so much better. Why don't yeah. I have a hundred thousand listens? You know? <laughs> Nigga, yeah, so, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I heard your I heard your shit, bro. Like, you know, you got the intro music and shit. Yeah. You do your intro, uh, you know, which is beautiful, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. So, Shout out to Anthony Morelli yeah. or Antonio Morelli on the last page for that. Yeah, so like, I, you know, you your, like your sound quality is decent as hell. Like, you know, what I'm saying, it's, thanks, it's, man. It, it ain't you know bad or nothing. So yeah. Well, I've always not to make this a jerk off fest, but I, I have always really when I listen to your guys' stuff, that's the first thing that I notice is this sounds. Like this sounds like there's so much more work put into it than there probably actually is. Yeah. Just because it's you, it, I, and that's a compliment. It's like you make sure. you make it sound it the just the intro, the quality with your ability. Like when you throw in drops from other stuff, I still, by the way, I haven't figured out how to do that. Like I'm like holding my microphone up to my TV to get a sound bite from something off. Oh, TV, we'll, we'll, we'll talk after there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's YouTube like it's University, this. baby. <laughs> I, I have a PhD from YouTube. You get damn straight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's it's it sounds really crisp and really professional. And it's why I was so curious by your process. I'm like you. You must spend hours doing this. And you're like, not really. Fuck no. Yeah, it, it sounds. Now he said he'd be doing his thing. I'd be like, I'll be looking at him. I'm just like, what's he thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> you might try to hear this. I'm like, I don't hear it. He's like, 
like, never mind, just get back to work. Because, <laughs> like, he, he the ears on this, man, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he just, he really, uh, he got the experience, he take he takes his craft seriously, and you need to be getting paid for it. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yes. see what happens in, in the next coming months. Right. Got some shit lined up. Oh, man. Good it's, man. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for everybody. Everybody, everybody going to eat, man. There everybody. you go. Yeah, no, so, well, if, if my East Coast connections come through and I make something out of this, I'm going to need an editor. So, hey, man. I'll hit you up. Fuck with me. Yeah, fuck with me, DJ. Fuck with me. I love it, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see everybody uh, progressing this thing, man. We are, we, uh, we're, all going, we're all going on this journey together. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, most so, definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I, like, cause when we started and I seen you was doing your thing, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, find out what it was about. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, we started time. around the same time. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, we, we, we the Corona podcast. The cor- yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Most of this shit has been during Corona, corona yeah. era. Yeah, <laughs> COVID podcast, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like that. Um, and this, uh, let me go ahead and uh, give you the one time for your mind. You know what I'm saying? We gonna go back to Big Sean Detroit song. Right. Uh, he got a, a bar in a Friday Night Cipher. It's called. It's uh, it's like this. It says shit be impossible until it happened. Never thought I'd see Kobe go before Magic. That mm-hmm. lets me know that I ain't got no minutes, or seconds to waste. Facts. That's facts, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I um, I don't know about you, Mike, but it's just like you know what I'm saying. I, you could you probably don't talk about it. I've lost a lot of friends doing this shit, so I'm just like, you know, people I used to work with and shit. You know, what I'm saying? just like, wow. I was like, man, y'all like y'all was once here. We was once cracking jokes mm-hmm. and shit. It's just be like, man, you, you know what I'm saying? Then do the that line hit me so hard. I was just like, cause I I remember I was at when Kobe died. Yeah, and then like. Magic, who has, who was HIV, who is HIV positive, and especially on the height of when HIV AIDS was like a, you know, it was killing thing. everybody. Yeah, exactly. And then you just like, dog, you can't like. Kobe gone. Somebody said mm-hmm. this shit in '95. They was like, oh yeah, or '99, '95, like '97, '98. Like, oh, you know, Kobe gonna die before a match. Like, yeah, right. Get out of here, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's healthy as a horse and shit. You know, still, you know, but you know, it's yeah. your time. It's your time. So you know, you try to uh, from and also from that line, I'll try to just be like, you look. Um, Make make the most of your time while you're here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like laugh more. Like well, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things that we all go through internally and just like, but like try to laugh more. Try to get with your friends. Like I'm happy to see right. you, Mike. You know, Mike Mueller. You know what I'm saying? Same we uh, you too, Mike. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like you know we do this every week, but still it may be a time where we hey this may be our last week. You never know. So we just. Yeah. Enjoy it, enjoy it now. You know what I'm saying. And a lot of times, there's no warning to it too. Exactly. That's the thing, yeah. Like with Kobe, like it's it's your. It was a he, it was your regular routine for this guy. You right. Know what I'm saying? Just a thing that happened. It's yeah. I, I agree completely with that sentiment, and I love it. And I, uh, I kind of I feel like I learned that lesson for myself at a real early age because when I was eight. Uh, my best friend died of AIDS. He obviously he was born with it, mm. um, but it's I I had like you know great grandparents that had died and stuff, but they were all you know all these older people that yeah. you expect to die. And then he, even though I knew he had AIDS, I knew he was in the hospital all the time, you know all that stuff. When he actually died, that even at a very young age, at eight years old, that triggered something for me where it's like it's you're only it's not only old people that die. You know what I mean? Mm. And there's not necessarily like he was doing better. Like he was on the way up and then uh. it happened and it was over and it's done. And so it's yeah, it's very much a live in the present, be grateful and appreciative of what you have. And it's so easy to just like get down by day to day life 
that you don't take the time to embrace what's around you and do this stuff. And it's, yeah, there's so many things that you take for granted. You assume these people are going to be there. You assume you're going to have another week to do all these things, but it's like, that's true until it's not. And then, and that's it. And there's no going back from it. So yeah, it's do everything that you want to do and you can do now because it's not a guarantee. And I know that's kind of like a does statement to make, but until that hits you in your real life, you yeah, you you don't you do assume oh, I can do this anytime I want. Well, maybe right. you can't. No, you so can't. fucking do it now. <laughs> right. Do right. it now. Right. That's yeah. and if you don't know what you're doing, learn as you go. That, that's my big thing too. Like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I never recorded a word in my life before my first podcast. Right. I had no idea how to start that, any of that. I was like, I looked up what do I need? I need a microphone, I need a software platform. That's cool. it. And you just go and you do it. And that's yeah, don't fuck don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. Yeah, don't fuck around, man. Uh my uh I, I never I always say this, man, like I never lost nobody that was like super close to me, mm. but I've never been oblivious to the fact that that's gonna happen. Yeah. So the way I uh came confronted with my own mortality was basically just through getting older. Like I just always looked at like 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 uh when I look at like like little cousins that was like kids. And then, like, they, like, grown and they got kids. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When I started seeing, like, time going by fast like that, that's when I was aware, like, oh, I'm getting closer to death. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, let me uh, get on the fucking ball. And like you said, enjoy this shit because yeah. life is long and is short in a way. But, you know, just like I said, I've never Days lost somebody close to, me to, to recognize my mm. own mortality, man. I just I just looked up and was like, yo, niggas getting old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's time to fucking let's just like enjoy this shit for what it is, you know, and, and, and get the most out of it, you know, cut out all the bullshit, cut all the fat out, you know what I'm yep. saying, and get to the meat. So yep. you know, that's that's how I looked at it, man. So I fuck with Big Sean for that. That was that was fine. That's a good line. I like that line. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. It's line. absolutely beautiful and it's true, and it's you don't know, so don't take it for granted. At all, man. Please don't, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But uh, this has been episode 74, man. Like, comment, subscribe, review. You know what I'm saying? Tell us what you like, what you don't like. I don't give a fuck about what you don't like. Fuck you. You listen to us for four hours. Get you, you must like something. Get your own podcast. <laughs> get your own right. podcast. Talk about the bullshit you want to talk about. Go suck a dick. Like, fuck you. <laughs> and then after this, after you done critiquing this and shit, because you don't got your own shit, go listen to Closet Champion podcast. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? You, if you don't like that, so who gives a fuck? You just, gave, you just gave us seven hours a year. <laughs> go eat a dick. Fuck y'all <laughs> but no for real appreciate the listeners man you know what i'm saying uh appreciate the guests stopping by again yeah. wait for you to repeat offend again fuck it we gonna be here doing this I'll, shit i'll again. go for a third strike hey fuck times. it hey fuck it man it is what it is hey man uh yeah but that's it man see y'all for 75 peace peace, peace.